0: I'm so happy because I remember this week or Paula's last week uh, that Barbados has became a independent country. So after 400 years of colonialism, there are their own independent country and they're working their best to decolonize, decolonize themselves. And and I'm trying to do the same thing too of decolonize my mindset. And I think it's kind of crazy because my dad was born like 56, and he was born technically under the British crown. And now as an adult, uh, it's now an independent country after 400 years. I'm thinking, damn, this is crazy. Rhianna is now our queen now. We have our first president, also a woman. So I'm so excited. I think it's great. I'm so happy to be a Bajian-American.
1: Yay, Barbados! (laughs) Exciting. I don't have an exciting story. I don't have like a an interesting story. There's no breakthroughs. I'm only African American, and this country continues to remain shit. Um, so there's no there's no breakthrough for me. Well, I'm hyphenated, so but I'm thinking it's great that I think it sets
0: a precedent that you know all Black people can probably work to like decolonize their mindset or probably take things from a different mindset, so it's not just purely from an American point of view and just not so. But I'm thinking already. African-Americans already headed that because we already have that hyphenated
1: identity. That's right. Um, My only uh, personal news this week is that I want everybody to stop calling my brother's girlfriend, who's only dated for two months, my (laughs) sister-in-law. When he puts a ring on that finger, then we can talk. But um, y'all have gone through this too many times for you gone through too many girlfriends for for you to continue to do this I don't have time for it uh (laughs) everybody kept saying that to me yesterday like and I was like I don't and I kept going who are you talking about because I don't have a sister-in-law like and they only did it to me my parents were also at this birthday dinner and they didn't say anything to my parents like oh that's your daughter like nobody said that to them they just said that to me and I'm like what the fuck I don't know Sounds like people are trifling (laughs) (laughs) trifling ass people um, you know who I'm talking to, too. If y'all don't even listen to this. Um. Anyway, welcome back to Confrontational Millennials. I'm Nikki Alley, and, and I'm Belle Mars. Mars. And uh, this week's uh, topic is reboots. But before we get into it, um. I am going to fly by the seat of my pants through the news this week (laughs) in our section. Yay. Or nay. Yay. Yay Or nay. Yay. Or Or nay. Or nay. Um, First little bit of news uh, that happened this week. Um, Jack Dorsey, who fun as we found out when we dragged Boosie through the mud like a couple of, like, like a month or so ago, is the CEO of Twitter, except he's not no more. <laughs> because <laughs> he decided that he was tired of this bird app as well. Um, he stepped down on Monday um I don't know if they've announced a new CEO of Twitter and I don't know why he stepped down but nobody cares about that (laughs) (laughs) um my question to you is um like do you think that uh it's like he's gonna go into retirement and also what do you do after you're like the CEO of a social media platform do you just go into other social media I don't know I mean, if I think about, like, say, with Bill Gates, who
0: stepped down from being, like, a CEO of Microsoft, and then he has his own philanthropy business, he probably might just go into philanthropy, teach some people how to code, um, or just probably chill. Maybe start another company and start charging for other things. So, considering with social media companies, you have enough money for, like, 20 million (laughs) lifetimes. let's face it so i think he mostly just going to chill maybe name some other people start philanthropy um because i'm guessing yeah this bird app makes me want to rip his head off because i think even like serena williams husband uh stepped down from reddit and i'm thinking right now living his best life
1: that's right i mean when you have that money you have that money um yeah i think this man i don't know how old this man is but maybe him should just retire if you yeah can like that's PSA like if you have enough money to retire just do that <laughs> like because like boomers like y'all are like taking the wealth from us and I don't have time for it like how are we supposed to make our own money when you are continuing to be out here making money like yeah I, save some for us damn it like <laughs> <laughs> Jesus.
0: Yeah, they have pensions and shit. So they're set.
1: Right. You're set and we're over here struggling. Fucking fuck. Um those are all pictures of my tires. <laughs> <laughs> I had an interesting week, y'all. Like, don't even like. Uh oh yes. Um Chris Cuomo earlier this week was announced to be um indefinitely suspended from cnn but uh, as of yesterday he has been fired from cnn um on the allegations that he uh aided his brother in uh, a sexual assault claims unsurprising yeah not surprised i mean you know like that family is family like you know and people sometimes don't have those sorts of boundaries with their family um but do you think that he played as big of a role as they are alleging that he did
0: I think he did because I'm thinking Chris Cuomo he's in the media so he knows how to get sources and how to find these accusers mm-hmm. so I'm thinking they probably prepped his brother like hey you remember so-and-so you say you put your hand under his blouse so any of you ever seen like some of the Andrew Cuomo I guess um they uh videos of him like in Corey doing briefing uh I forgot the technical term so sorry for everyone in the law community and those that Love to study while when he did his, I guess, debriefing, he chose his words very carefully because, you know, Andrew Cuomo is a lawyer. So he knows his definitions are very well. So I think he, Chris Cuomo did abuse his uh, position as a journalist to help out his brother. I'm actually surprised that Tucker Carlson actually defended Chris Cuomo. Cause say like, oh, you know, he helped out his family. I'm thinking that's surprising. I thought he'll probably just jump down his throat of like, see Democrats are corrupt and using the media. So I'm thinking, but yeah. So I understand like on one side, family is family would do anything to help your family out. But then I guess also at the same time uh, you need to be held accountable for your crimes, dude. And I'm guessing it's kind of hypocritical because, you know, Andrew Cuomo passed legislation to stop harassers in the workplace, but yet here he is one. So, I mean, and, Cuomo just helping it out.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you think about that, like that's kind of like when, like kind of tra- like trying to cover your tracks or something. Like, you know, yeah. like I'm thinking of that song by Usher, um truth hurts why like basically he accuses like the woman of in the song like of cheating but it's really him the entire time who's a cheater (laughs) and it's just kind of like hmm (laughs) i see that you were trying to do a bait and switch here like you tried to make it seem like with somebody else or you're projecting sir like yeah no 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 um yeah i i I think it's important like for y- for I think everyone to realize that you need to like call out your family and I yeah. know that that is like extremely difficult especially when you have that bias because you've lived with him your entire life it's the same way that like when somebody commits a murder or like, like you have like you know um these like Kyle houses or these uh bigger like serial killers and people were like oh my god i had no idea he's a member of the church he like like volunteered down at the the old home shelter like every single like sunday like you know and it's just like when you see like you're you're looking at them through the lens of somebody who grew up with them grew up with him your entire life and so all you see is like you know um that's my son or that's my brother or that's my that was my ex-husband or blah 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 and he yeah. was always good to me but it's like I y'all have to get a, out of this like individualization of your like relationships and see it from a wider perspective of your whoever this is is insert crime here like insert yeah. like offense here like he to the rest of us, we don't see and we don't care. Like, let me be clear. We don't care. Like that, like you, he went to Sunday, he like paid his ties. he like did this for the community, blah, blah, blah. Right. It the same, it's the same day that people are holding Travis Scott accountable for his whole mess at his thing. That's great that you did things for community, but you can still be a good person and do bad things. Right. And you should be punished for those bad things if they're a punishable offense. Sorry, like.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, and same
0: thing with like Harvey Weinstein. Like, oh, he donates so much money to like women's causes. He puts like movie with women on the front. He also made that documentary with Jay-Z about Khalid Browder and all the other stuff. I mean, yeah, that's great. He donates a lot of good purposes, saving the environment and stuff, but doesn't change the fact that he's a sexual predator.
1: Right like again like the a lot of the times like a lot of the times they'll point you right in the direction of what kind of person they are with the kind of things they put money into
2: right like
1: Somebody puts a lot of money into cyberbullying, they maybe were a bully when they're, they're trying to ease the cycle of guilt, guys. Like they're <laughs> they're like, I was a bully, so I'm putting money into cyber bully, like a bullying foundation, anti-bullying foundation. I'm a sexual predator, I put money into women's shelters. Like they will let you know what they potentially are by where they put their money or their time or whatever. Like, so I I just like I'm not saying don't believe in people anymore. I'm just saying like, when someone shows you who they are, believe them.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And that many times having good act doesn't like, Excuse them, because I've watched a lot of true crime and how many people okay. like John Wayne Gacy, say like, oh, he works great in the community. He serves a lot of people. And I know they did the same thing, Kyle Rittenhouse. And I guess it so frustrates me. I mean, especially with like white men, they right. show him like, oh, he murdered his whole family. Let's show this cute picture. But then with the black person, oh, he had unpaid parking tickets. We'll go get a mugshot of him.
1: Right, like... it's not that y'all don't have the same energy for people of color if like a hispanic man didn't pay his back child support y'all will immediately bring that shit up like it doesn't matter like if he was feeding his whole community like he doesn't pay for his child he doesn't pay for he's a terrible person and it's just kind of like wow
0: the the- that doesn't have anything to do with the crime. Same thing with Brianna Taylor. Where she dated a drug dealer. I'm thinking a oh, lot of people date drug dealers. I mean, people dated serial killers. Doesn't make them a part of their crimes, and that right. doesn't justify their death.
1: Right. Exactly. So I mean, though I think Chris Cuomo had a lot to do with it? I think he. I think he wanted to protect the image that he had of his brother. So yeah, I mean now i gotta do the time bro listen let me make it clear to both my brothers don't y'all ever commit a fucking crime because i will like (laughs) throw you under the goddamn bus like i don't know what i'm stuck like i'll be all like "Mm, Diddy's. i mean i love him but like if he did this i can't do anything for you um uh as belmar said earlier barbados Prime Minister Mia Motley, bestowed singer and businesswoman Rihanna with the National Hero Award, following the Republic officially severing times with the British monarchy. We're super excited for Rihanna. I said it right this time. Yeah. I said it wrong the f- yeah. before. I'm sorry, Rihanna. Um, but like uh so my yay or nay question is it's not really even yay or nay, like, but who do you think that is still under the monarchy will be next to split from the monarchy? <laughs>
0: Um, I think maybe a lot of the Caribbean islands may try to split from the monarchy, maybe even Canada, because you know, the Queen right now is on the best health and do you really want to swear under King Charles.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. Yeah, I'm shit talking the monarchy today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they deserve it all sling it
2: Sling it. yeah
0: so I think a lot of the Caribbean because so many of the British like colonies are leaving so I think also maybe we need to talk about reparations yep Yeah yeah so considering we made the many of these European countries wealthy. Mm-hmm. so i probably need to go look up with there's still a list because i know maybe jamaica is probably still under the british uh monarchy i think they probably need to go ahead and become their independent nation i think especially in terms of like independent nations i think also uh for like barbados and other countries like with barbados they're a major part of their economy was uh tourism. so i think they should probably move away from tourism because when the uh COVID-19 hit, uh, they were really hurt Mm. because, you know, with all the, with most of the money come from tourists, from the Caribbean, well, from the UK and from the U S and different parts of the country. But I'm guessing any countries that's coming up next, uh, I have to say maybe Canada
1: I mean, free yourself from bondage, Canada.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I guess in work, I'm guessing work on probably decolonizing their minds and probably put more people of color's story first. Mm-hmm. So, like Indigenous people, Barbados before the Black people came, well, the African slaves came, mm-hmm. and like other types of people, and just kind of tell our own stories and get more knowledgeable because. I learned more about different types of martial arts. Like, I didn't know Barbados has its own type of martial arts with like sticking. I'm thinking, ooh, sweet. I want to learn like stick martial arts from Barbados, like hit people with sticks. Hell yeah. Oh, remind me of (laughs) my (laughs) childhood. Except my Um, mom was African American, but
1: she didn't have to learn any like stick
0: arts. Maybe there
1: is an (laughs) African. There probably is. Hey, we have to take something from, you know, we have to have kept something from wherever we were originally from, right? um yeah No. canada free yourselves from bondage hoes <laughs> like i i think y'all like you let barbados beat you to 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 freeing yourselves from colonization you are a whole ass developed country <laughs> like <laughs> what are you doing why do you want to be under honestly why do you want to be under her either but like charles ho like <laughs> Google that.
0: What countries yeah. are still under, well, British monarchy, still <laughs> under, yes,
1: British monarchy. Who is it? Who is British it? rule. Australia, Australia, get yourself together.
0: <laughs> Let's see. Well, they say Barbados, but that's no longer there. Jamaica, the Bahamas, Bermuda, Grenada, St. Lucia. So a lot of the Caribbean islands. So yeah. I'm wishing the other Caribbean could probably move away from that. Really? The Trinidad and Tobago.
1: Uh, oh, Trini too.
2: Mm.
0: Yeah. Actually, some of my family's from Trinidad and Tobago. Distant cousins. So both related to Rihanna and Nicki Minaj.
1: Yes. But listen, Australia and Canada and New Zealand, what are y'all doing? Like, <laughs> what are y'all doing? Is it just easier for y'all to just be a part of the Commonwealth? Is that what it is? But like also, why? (laughs) Why, what, is there any perks from being a part of the Commonwealth? What are they? I don't know. I mean, probably not
0: much. Let's see. Cause like Cayman Islands, uh, my aunt lives in the Cayman Islands and I'm guessing a lot of like rich people like doing their taxes there. (laughs) That's true. Turk and Kaikos Islands, Indian Ocean Territory. So it's just like water. Well, a couple islands probably get rid of the British. Because I'm guessing there's such a small island uh-huh. that I'm guessing they're still there after like hundreds of years. So there's only like 14, co- well, 13 like uh, former colonies that's still like technical colonies. But... Yeah, I think all these countries if they could probably move away from them, but I'm guessing since they're so small, they probably like rely on like tourism of the British. Yeah. So maybe that's why they probably stay under there. Um, Because I'm guessing any other reason, I can't really think of any reason, any benefit of staying under the monarchy versus like weeding yourselves. Because the British are not everywhere, dude.
1: They're not. Um. Yeah, no, I need Canada and Australia to get your shit together and just leave (laughs) i need you to just leave um so uh yeah no i i'm saying canada you need to be the next ones just just up and leave girl there's nothing tying you there um okay uh CNBC's uh, Mad Money host Jim Cramer said earlier this week, I don't care what you uh, snowflakey Republicans say, um, you need to have a fucking mask on and you need to get a vaccine mandate. Fuck you. Um, Have the military run this shit. Everybody gets it. And then we wouldn't have to worry about this um i'm sure that he got a lot of backlash from that i didn't look because i didn't care um (laughs) (laughs) i'm just telling you how it is uh but like what do you think of his statements do you think that it is constitutionally um i guess right is the best word i have right now to require a vaccine mandate Yeah,
0: and I know I mentioned this before because it's so frustrating because no matter what area, we always had a vaccine mandate. Mm -hmm. I mean, to go to public school, you need to be vaccinated. And I know when my dad joined the military, you need to have like a certain list of vaccinations to like go anywhere. Mm -hmm. And if you want to travel internationally, you also need to have like certain vaccinations. Like if I want to go to uh, South Africa, I need to be vaccinated for certain things. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's nothing new. But I'm guessing the only thing news COVID-19 and I'm just thinking they just want to like piss off people and just so everything's so polarized now and political like say I think people should have like paid time off it's a political thing to say
2: right. and it's
0: now it's like sh- it's like putting shaving cream out the bottle with everything being political since it's already out there it's so I think it is legal to have a vaccine mandate and if you don't okay then maybe you, this is not the job for you. I mean, we have freedoms, right? You're free not to get the vaccine, but then as a consequence, you can't work in Congress or you need to get your power stripped away. And it's so frustrating to me. It's like, oh, I don't want to get the vaccine or whatever reason, because the research is out there. Mm -hmm. But I'm just thinking people go to fucking like Joe Rogan to like get their information. I'm thinking if you're dying, would you go to goddamn Joe Rogan?
1: Yeah, and um This is a thing that I'll talk more about in the reboot like like discussion we're going to have but like I think that y'all believe that you can be an expert on anything like with just like, like, you know, some basic Google searches, or like, you know, your experience. And I'm here to tell you that doesn't work. Like, for you don't, you don't know what you need in every single instance, you did not get a medical degree like i mean so stop, stop stop telling people who like spent time and money to be certified in certain things that they don't know what the fuck they're talking about no bitch <laughs> you did not get a medical degree you did not get a computer science degree you did not get like a, a blah blah blah. you didn't get any of those things because if you did then you would be doing that instead of running yeah. your fucking mouth
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess the good example of the Dunning Kruger effect where you know the less you know about something the more you overestimate your knowledge yes so and I think that can be applied to anything like okay I don't pay attention to a science class but I know everything I could to know about medical science and then you know going to like people who actually study it for a living realize okay I don't know everything about this and I think that's a lot especially that speaks to my experience like okay I'm in I dig my degree in biology but I'm open to admit that I don't know everything
1: about biology and you can say the same thing about creative writing and English and psychology. I can. I I definitely don't know everything about all of those subjects. I learn something new every day. And that's the point of being human beings, y'all, is that you learn something new every day. If you're not open to learning, you're not actually open to being a decent human being, I don't think. Like, if you're not open to, like, taking in information from outside sources and learning something, you're not open to being a functioning human being because how can you when you don't actively try to learn something?
0: Yeah, Um, I can say the same thing about martial arts and self-defense. I'm thinking the more I learn about it, the less I fucking know. So
1: (laughs) there will always be questions to these things. Like we as human beings are not, we don't have the capacity to know everything there is to know about a subject like math science the, all of this we're never going to know everything <laughs> like right we will the sun will probably explode before we learn everything about the what it is to know on this planet but like hey at least we tried okay <laughs> that's what matters um but yeah i as far as having a universal mandate for vaccinations um Listen, if it were up to me, I would just make all you get stuck with a fucking needle. Unless, like, it literally would mean life or death for you. Like, yeah. like, uh, getting the vaccine would mean like you would die if you got it. Like, okay, yeah. sure, but like, you need medical proof for that shit. I need you to go to an actual doctor for me to
0: yeah, be that. Like- oh. <laughs> because when I was working for the Moderna and the side effects of people actually dying from the vaccine, but it's not exactly dying from the vaccine itself mm-hmm. because many of the people that do die from the vaccine already have like multiple health issues so, beforehand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like if you're already, let's say if you're like an 87 year old man who's gone through chemo training, then you got the vaccine died, I mean, you can't really exactly cause like, oh, you died because of the vaccine thing, you sure wasn't the cancer or any other health issues that he was facing at the time.
1: Yeah, like cause correlation doesn't equal causation all the time. Yeah. Like it's yeah, like they said the same thing about Colin Powell. They're like, well, he got the vaccine and he still died. Yeah, but he had all sorts of health issues, y'all. Man was yeah. old. Like he's not, like, <laughs> it's not like he was a spring chicken or something. Like he was 20 and then he just up and died. That's not what happened.
0: Like, yeah, same things like uh, Prince Philip, thinking, look at him, Meghan Markle, 11, it broke his heart. I'm thinking, was the
1: man the picture of hell before he- <laughs> that <laughs> man looked like? that skull like that head on spongebob square pants that was in the fucking like the wheelchair <laughs> motorized wheelchair he looked like that head. he looks like the personification of like the future in like chris like ghost of christmas future in fucking the christmas uh, carol in fucking a christmas carol that's what that man looked like before he got before covid19 don't come up in here with your nonsense okay that man had one foot in the grave okay <laughs> like like he, he just, like, took that stripper pole down to, like, you know, wherever the hell he, he ended up, okay? Like, that wasn't, <laughs> it was like, the vaccine's fault, okay? That man was due. Like, he was avoiding the Grim Reaper like it was his fucking job, and he could not do it <laughs> any longer, okay? So, like, I
2: don't know what to tell you.
1: <laughs> uh, anyway, um, universal uh, vaccine... Unless you're going to die if you get the vaccine, just get the fucking vaccine. Yeah.
0: And I guess it's a- so frustrating because I know a lot of developing countries, let's say in Asia mm-hmm. in Africa and South America and Central America and also in North America, the small countries in North America are dying to get different types of vaccines. Yeah. I mean, I guess some people may have genuine questions. I mean, for me, I'm kind of fucked. thinking, bitch, don't play 20 questions, just get it. I mean, you've done drugs before, so you don't really don't care. Because in, in my opinion, if you eat a fucking hot dog, you don't know, you don't care what goes into your body and get the vaccine.
1: <laughs> get the vaccine. Like you already eat trash. Just get the vaccine, Leroy. Fuck. And and I know,
0: and I know because a lot of like I remember the uh doctor. Uh, that works at uh, Baylor College of Medicine mm-hmm. uh, said that the best way to probably stop the um, the the virus from this epidemic from continuing on is to mm-hmm. uh, uh, vaccinate the high-risk communities. So the poorest nations, we need to get them vaccinated and also poor communities because they said we should probably put a priority on those that work, frontline workers and the poorer people and people of color because the rates for them are very high. Mm-hmm. So and versus, you know, other people. So I'm guessing this is also my tinfoil hat conspiracy theory that if it was bad for people, they will probably ship it out to like Africa and like South America immediately. Mm-hmm. Cause they'll get anything versus giving it to like uh First Nations first.
1: Right. Like and like giving it to Kim Kardashians oh. and all that other shit. People can pay for it. Like yeah. So just get the fucking back thing. Y'all are annoying. Um, anyway, uh moving on. Um, Stacy Abrams, who y'all don't deserve. <laughs> let me like just point out y'all don't deserve her because you don't deserve black women in general, but you definitely <laughs> don't deserve Stacy Abrams. Um, has announced that she's going to run for Georgia governor again. Um, I expect you host. To be out in Georgia, and, in Georgia, in Georgia specific. I'll go to Georgia. I can't vote there. <laughs> but like, I, if I could go to Georgia and vote for you, girl, I would. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. But I expect you, Georgia people, to go out there because I've heard about y'all for like governor now, trash. Why? <laughs> so like, I expect you to be out there voting for your girl because I don't know why you. Cause like, look, think of how much money he's lost, y'all. Just I'm talking to the rich people of Georgia. Okay, listen to me. Just think about the all the money that that man has lost you because you couldn't shoot movies <laughs> in Georgia. Like I want you to think about it. I want you to calculate in your head the invoice of how much this man fucking owes you. Because you couldn't shoot your movie in
2: Georgia. Yeah. And right.
0: considering like Tyler Perry Station in Georgia, and that's where they film Black Panther. Like, I need you.
1: Okay. Now think about that. Think about it. Do you think, and now I have a, now the question's coming. Do you think that Stacey Abrams has a better, like, because of the pandemic and because of all the things that have happened in the past couple of years, do you think she has a better chance of becoming governor this time? Yeah, because, I mean, to
0: borrow a word from Donald Trump, I'm pretty sure the first one was rigged because the person running for governor the first time was also the one in charge of the elections. That's hella suspicious. I mean, that's like playing Monopoly with one person handling the money. And that's a banker. No. So, yeah, you're rigging the game. So, in my opinion, I think Stacey has have a better time because I think especially it's so frustrating with, you know, a lot of Black people and people covering those that get ignored in the American political system that we play this game properly and they keep changing the rules halfway through. Like, oh, you have to go jump through hoops or you can't get water. You can't use bathroom breaks. You can't do a lot of things. So you're making it harder to vote. Why? I mean, there's really no reason for it. I mean, it's voting. It's, is it really that bad? The sanctity of American elections are just getting cheated out of? Like, yeah, I do agree with Donald Trump that the elections are rigged, not against Republicans, because the Republicans have shitty ideas. Yeah. And yeah, the Democrats probably need to step it up and just, they just need to stop changing the elections. so making it so hard to vote.
1: Yeah. Um i definitely agree i think stacy has a better chance this time just based upon all of the bullshit that has gone on in new georgia like the past couple of years um and i'm just saying like if you want something done right you get a black woman to do it like let's not like mince words here um but yeah no i i think the only issue is is the uh, access to voting that like you know right that african americans and other other not people of color marginalized communities marginalized communities um because it's not just people of color it's probably it's also uh people with disabilities it's also people with like you know uh health issues it's also be like it's not y'all if they're not able-bodied and white you don't care about them and a man yeah because i know
0: especially in texas they're really taking away convenient ideas like drive through voting i think yeah. that's a very good idea it doesn't because the issue is because i know the republican thing like oh it's voter id laws i'm thinking that's i mean yeah showing my id that's not bad but then they pointed out you kind of have like a surgical precision to like hurt a lot of people like harris county i mean what's strange about harris county that you need to like change these voting laws right so like we also have like um 24-hour voting which you know in Texas they're trying to get rid of so and I remember working the night shift so fuck that (laughs) it's exhausting
1: right like you are doing your best to make sure that you don't accommodate people who don't fit into this like little box of what you think your typical voter is like your voter audience which is white Men with a nine to five job who can take time off. can take time yeah. off. Who have the ability? Who can afford to do that? Like we don't have, we don't have time for that. Like, yeah. So, yeah, no. I I hope I have my fingers crossed for Georgia that Stacey Abrams can finally get in there and make some the the changes that need to be made because. I don't want to visit there like y'all sound like garbage and I already live in a garbage state so like I don't want to like the south just needs to do better in general okay but like yeah I mean and I guess in a more sympathetic poll, I mean the south has
0: so much to offer people like We have great
2: food,
0: we have great Southern hospitality. Mm And I remember I was on Reddit, they said, okay, what's one thing American does good? They said, American individuals are really nice. A group of them together, they're rude as hell. And I agree. (laughs) I mean, it's small Southerners by themselves. Oh, nice little Southern white lady. Oh, get you some biscuits. I'm thinking, thank you, nice Southern white lady.
1: But a group of them together kind of makes me feel nervous. Listen, if you uh, some some man on TikTok made this like amazing point. He was like, if you go to any major city, especially in the South, and you see a whole bunch of like white people together, you should be afraid. Because like that's let's put like a diverse city, that doesn't make any sense. Why do you have why do you have no friends of color (laughs) like in your group? That is amazing, and you live in Houston or uh, Atlanta, or like, uh, or New LA, Orleans, or-, or LA, like any of that. You should not have all white food. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, but- so we have like,
0: so, and I know with Texas is a state of contradictions. We got great, you know, we have great food. Yes, one thing I'll rap for the South that we have better food, mm-hmm. whether it's Texas, Louisiana, Florida. I mean, I wish we could probably go back to Florida and explore more of the cuisine there. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. And food fusion. And we also are big on football. I mean, I'm not a big fan of football, but I know a lot about it. I know, right?
1: Like, I literally for like the game I'm coming up with, I was in like a tire store because I had to get my tires redone. And I just asked like because there's a whole bunch of men, obviously, in the front. I was like, hey, if I asked you who has the most Super Bowl rings, was that it, would that be an easy question to you? And they're like, absolutely. <laughs> I know who has the most Super Bowl rings. Of course I do. <laughs> i knew the answer to that and i fucking hate football so that should just tell you
2: something
1: like even my mom knew my mom will watch football but she doesn't like not like that and i was like mom who has the most and she thought about it and she's like asshole and we all know who that was tom brady <laughs> so like, <laughs> like i was just saying like that's what the state is it's just fucking football
0: Yeah, football, Texas, Louisiana. I swear, sometimes they're like partners in crime. (laughs) I mean, we also have the best, top top research facilities in the world. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking we also need to step our game when it comes to like voting rights. And yes, many times, I'm guessing the good thing about the South that we're more open and honest about our racism versus like in the North where they're kind of like coded about it. Like, oh, you seem a bit urban in the south like yeah you kind of black <laughs> girl why more honest black? in the south yeah you know right right like no being around the bush so i'm thinking we and to keep them in the same uh spirit of honesty and shooting from the hip in texas i'm just thinking we need to get our shit
1: together You do it doesn't make sense that we're bigger than like most countries and like, but we are the fucking stuff. <laughs> like we don't have, we don't have all the, and part of that is leadership. Um, So better work. Are you fucking listening? I need you to get your shit together. And like, I need you to kick this man out. Yeah. Step like,
0: up your game. And I guess another thing with Texas, I mean, don't say you're going to ban all guns. Cause even liberal people in Texas are okay to guns to an extent. I don't think everyone should have a gun no. but um, I'm guessing you don't want to make it too hard for I guess the good guys with the guns to not have a gun
1: mm-hmm. so yeah you gotta be careful Beto you gotta walk it back some you gotta dog walk that, you know, that ass back and be like wait yeah. a minute I've had some retrospection Uh, so yeah Um, but yeah I I hope she does I hope she wins um, let me let me see do I have anything else um <clears throat> sorry um oh yeah um see this is why nobody wants to let y'all outside um because kids started going back to school without vaccines and mandates and all that shit um they're angry because they were inside and now they're fucking shooting up schools again um uh earlier this week was this thursday yeah. don't make me lie to you uh ethan crumbly probably a white boy let me look it Indeed up Indeed, he is sure. oh he is ethan Cr- see i didn't even have to look it up ethan crumbly um shots uh well he was he's been charged for murder terrorism and other charges for a shooting that killed four students and injured others at oxford high school 30 miles from detroit and he's going to be charged as an adult which is what mm. you should have fucking did for kyle fucking rittenhouse but that's beside the point um yeah so this is again like his y'all parents are also charged as well hey they he got access to a gun somehow right yeah his um, parents got it from yeah see so on black friday on th- oh wow Mm, great. Um, so I should have done a segue where I'm like speaking of guns, but I didn't. Um, so as far as this news, do you think that school shootings are going to pick back up if uh, people mandate that kids have to go back to school?
0: Um, they'll probably pick up because, you know, it's sadly an American tradition. And I'm guessing the more I hear about this case, like they had two warnings, like there was one 48 hours before the shooting, saying your kid is seen angry and then 24 hours before the shooting, the he was looking up bullets on a school laptop like in a school computer and the kid, his parents just say, don't get caught. So then when he shot, the parents, like they went on a manhunt for the parents. And I think like three, four hours later, they got the parents. So Mm -hmm. I think it's sad that they would pick back up because there's a lot of factors at play and I will probably already know I'm going to lose my shit when they start blaming video games, rock music, and rap music. I'm thinking, motherfucker, they always existed. I mean, you you blame every fucking shit except the goddamn guns.
1: Right, and I think it's interesting that like, if I did, I'm not even going to do a Google search because why, but if I did a search right now, for the perpetrators of most of these school shootings all of them would look the same we all like to say black people all look the same well guess what white boys who shoot up schools all look the same too um they would all look the same because they would all be like angsty angry little white boys who like whose parents or who had access to things that they had no business having access to and so i just think it's interesting that um in and where was this this is detroit oh, god damn Oh, well,
0: michigan, michigan like detroit. oxford yeah.
2: yeah
1: but i just i think it's interesting because you know that because i'm gonna say it until i'm blue in the face like if this kid was a black kid and he was angry and his parents bought him a gun first of all if black people try to buy buy a gun regardless like you'd be like oh side eye yeah but i like, mean there was Well, i let like you finish well i mean i was just gonna say that it's like if this was a black kid who had done any of the things that you just described even one of them you would immediately have gotten arrested for something yeah. <laughs> just go on i'm sorry yeah because i remember there's this
0: case of a black kid and he was actually being bullied Mm -hmm. um he tried going to the teacher principal they didn't do anything and he was a kid at the end of this road so he actually bought a gun to school and he shot his bully and I know the per- the police officer was, uh, say, this is not a school shooting. It's a case of bullying. I'm not sure what happened to the kid, but his mm-hmm. bully ended up in jail because he was being bullied for so long.
2: Mm-hmm. And, of
0: course, a lot of people say, oh, this kid gets out immediately, but Calm House is still roasting in jail. It was before, uh, you know, he got, got a not killed judge. So yeah. I remember with that case because, you know, black kid being bullied he did everything he could you know follow the right chain of command and mm-hmm. then shot but then you know a lot of people in you know conservative circles saying wow this is a good example of like liberals not uh not defending uh Kyle Renhup and defending this guy so it's kind of frustrating because that was the only like case of a, a black kid that's like shot up someone but that for me that's kind of an example of like I'm at the end of the road I did everything I could and then we shoot this kid and he's bullying me
1: Right. And like, that's like, I don't y'all the, here's the difference with a white kid, the likelihood that they're going to jump immediately to, I'm just going to kill you is higher because they are not socialized. Like people of color, specifically black kids to be all like, I have to go about this the right way, because if I don't, I'm going to die. Like I'm, I'm either going to jail or I'm going to die or both. Right. Like, so like I, we, I remember like I was, um, I was pulled over by a cop, um, for passing a loading school bus. Fun fact, if you have, lanes of traffic like six lanes of traffic and they're both going opposite directions. You're going the opposite direction and there's no like solid median in between them. You also have to stop for a loading school bus even though it's on the opposite side of the road going the different direction than you. Trying to save you some money with $750 of a fine. Um but I I did not stop. He pulled me over and I freaked the fuck out (laughs) because I'm like, what are you going (laughs) to do to me? Okay. Like, and, and my, the likelihood that I'm going to die isn't even as high as if I was a black man, but I'm still a black woman. I'm still a woman of color. Like I know that like, you know, if I say one wrong thing, if I move one wrong way, like this could all end very fucking badly for me. And so it, that's that's the difference between us. Like this kid did, should he have shot this kid? No, but like okay. he did everything that he could possibly do to fix the situation, other than moving schools. But sometimes people can't afford to do that because there's no where they're gonna go. They may not have the money to move houses. They may not have the money, or they may not have the resources to move him to another school. Like so, it's just like. He took all those steps, and he was at the end of his rope, and now y'all are trying to, like, like compare that to somebody who crossed the fucking state line with a gun as a minor and shot people when he could have just minded his own white-ass business?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. It was a Timberview High School student. Uh, I believe his, he's 18-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. 18-year-old Timothy George Simpkins. Uh, four people were hurt. Three were injured. They were taking a 15-year-old male in critical condition. Another teenage girl and 25-year-old, a pregnant teacher, fell and was injured. And was it like in Mansfield ISD? So there was ongoing bullying that's been recorded. So the family said the decision he made taking the gun were not justified. this was not right, but he was trying to protect himself. We hope the police department does the investigation properly. So they say it was ongoing incident between Simskins and other students The claim they' had not been confirmed by ISD. So he tried flooding the school, but yeah. So I think he's in peace and custody now. And that's happened back in like October
1: yeah and so it's just like what do you want us to do like like what yeah it's like y'all are comparing apples to cake okay it's not even like apples to oranges because they're not even in the same like category of like fruit you're comparing apples to cake and not like a a, a apple cake, like a fucking chocolate cake. Like they have literally nothing to do with one another. Like they're, the circumstances are nowhere near the same. And yet you will find any tiny link to something, right? This child was being driven to like potential. I don't know that for certain, but potentially suicidal ideation at worst. And you're like, Oh, but like it's the same. Might like, because Kyle was just, no, he was just minding somebody else's business. Mind the business that pays you, ho. Okay. Stay in your lane. And it's just like, this is sad. Like, this is, this is, this is sad. I don't know how many people have to die. When one of your kids dies, and when I say yours, I mean like the people running this country. I don't want to hear y'all cry for shit. Especially if you're paying the NRA. I don't want to hear you fucking cry for shit because you wanted this shit to happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's really frustrating to me because I remember they actually had like some Leak like audio of the NRA like talking when the first major school shooting with the Columbine shooting and mm-hmm. say, Oh crap, what should we do? We should probably say, Let's just blame everything else except guns. So it is frustrating to me that they're kind of repeating that narrative over and over and over again. And they say, Oh, it's mental health. I'm thinking, okay, if it's mental health, maybe we should do more funding towards mental health services. So. So, I mean, it's a sad occurrence that, you know, we practice like school shooting lockdowns at our age and then the generations after us continue doing it. But I'm guessing it's frustrating that the adults in charge are not doing anything, especially those that haven't been in school since like the 1940s where they didn't have to deal with issues like that.
1: There's a walk five miles in the snow to school and they're like you don't have it hard no it's just that every time i go to school i have no idea if this fucking ethan from fourth period is going to shoot us all up because he got mad because he got a 70 on his test i don't know like yeah or a guy just got rejected from a girl
0: say mm -hmm. i said no i'm not interested i'm thinking and then he decided fuck them girls and start shooting up i'm thinking yeah we didn't have to walk five miles in the snow but by fifth period you have to do like three lockdowns
1: like i just i just don't know what it's going to take and i i'm tired of like telling all the same things i'm i'm tired of being the laughing stock of the fucking world because every other developed nation doesn't have this problem
0: like yeah, and i think even with like guns obsessed like you would say in europe um want to say the netherlands would, i'm sorry if i lied to you guys but it was, like this one european country where they have guns but they regulate the bullets like crazy. So yeah, they have the guns, but they don't have the And they also respect guns and have like better gun training. I'm just thinking, I just get so frustrated with like those Republicans who have like shitty ch- trigger training and just waving their guns around. Like, I love my guns. I think you need to be safer with your gun. Cause you know, I fired guns. Yes. My boomstick is nice. Yes. <laughs> But yes, I like having a boomstick and probably need to go get a boomstick, but you need to be safer with your boomstick. Walk up your boomstick and don't just have it around. And do you really need to walk around with a fucking gun like the Wild Wild West?
1: Um. So it's either Switzerland or Iceland. I can't tell. It would be like Switzerland. Yeah, they said this is the highest rate of gun ownership here in Switzerland um there's about 46 guns per 100 people um so it may be the swiss um but they're i think they're regulated yeah um yeah so um uh you know if your kids don't have to go back to school like you can afford to not send them back to school and you want them to live and you care and love them like maybe don't
0: yeah, I mean, it is very unsafe. Of course, a lot of people want to pull the numbers about, you know, school shootings like, oh, they're very rare. I mean, they're just probably overreported. I mean, true, but still, I'm just thinking we already do knee jerk reactions when it comes to war. Why can't we just knee jerk reactions when it comes to like having guns? Like people like teaching parents with guns, because from what I can tell from this case in Michigan.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm
0: uh that these parents were very irresponsible with their child um i mean yeah i can understand that you probably come from a family of guns so let's say you hunt with guns that's great and you respect guns but obviously this kid had some a lot of issues and i'm thinking the parents didn't properly address it so yeah it's kind of damaging to other kids so it's this is sad occurrence that i wish that probably would never would have happened
2: could and be prevented
1: I I mean, and like, we know it's your fault and you're irresponsible, because guess what? My family is country fucking ass bumpkin. Okay, they are from Louisiana. They hunt. They love hunting like they have guns. My like my grandfather, when he died, gave like had guns to give to almost every male cousin that I had. And guess what? None of them shot anybody in the face. Yes.
0: I mean, especially my mom's family, country bumpkin, Texas, Louisiana border. Uh, some of them went to the military and, you know, my dad take me out shooting. So I know how to handle guns, how proper trigger control, especially for different types of guns. I probably need to give me a left-handed gun,
2: yeah. like, like
0: the big ones with long barrels. <laughs> but yeah, I just need to learn proper trigger control, probably need to be more regulated. I mean, don't take them away. I mean, we regulate uh driver's license, so like, okay, you need to learn the proper rules of the road so you can legally drive. So why not? Can we just do like proper trigger control? Like, yeah, it's an American thing. Yes. We like to have guns, but you know, we need to proper handle guns. And that if you are not in the right mind, you shouldn't fucking have a gun. Kind of like if you like intoxicated or under the influence, you shouldn't drive.
1: Yeah. And you get severely punished if you do either of those things. It doesn't make any sense. Um, but you know what? Look, we're going to move on to the last story that I have. Um, hallelujah. Um, in the highest, uh, Lakewood Church found a funds, honey, behind a mm. toilet. <laughs> 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 on, on Friday, um, uh, a plumber was uh, fixing a loose toilet in a bathroom of a mega megachurch Lakewood, which yeah. fun fact, my office is literally down the street from Lakewood church.
0: Um, oh, fun fact, my significant other's aunt uh, goes to Lakewood. Fun. So it could have been her, I'm just kidding.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, he, uh, he was uh, fixing the uh, loose toilet and he found about, uh, ooh, uh, I might be lying here, $40,000 in funds, checks, and such a, let me let me check on that but like uh, f- uh plumber story um but yes he found it behind the wall and so um the question i have now is since he thought those funds were gone <laughs> <laughs> what do you do you think joel should just like you know give them to like, you know, different places. Cause he, let's be clear here. If y'all don't know what Lakewood is, like you're not from Houston and you're everything I'm saying to you is like weird. Lakewood church is a mega church Um, here in Houston. um, It's run by Joel and Victoria Osteen. Um, and they make millions of dollars like every year. um. <laughs> in the church, um, the congregation is like crazy. um, So yeah, uh, do you think that he should keep the funds um, or do you think that he should, you know, give them away maybe to cause, maybe to some, you know, the community? Like, what do you think?
0: Probably go a little bit more in the controversies have, like I know for like mega churches, for him, he's big for teaching prosperity gospel. Mm -hmm. And I know with my grandfather, when he was alive, he would hate megachurches preachers like that because you're kind of, you know, profiting off the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I remember an interesting like uh, tweet I read was that I was raised to, like a lot of people were raised to believe that saying, taking the Lord's name in vain is saying like, Oh my God, or God damn it, when it's probably using the Lord's name to profit off of him, like mm-hmm. Joe Osteen and several other mega church people are. So I guess that just changed my perspective, and I'm guessing the whole the whole the more money you give to me, the more God will give to you. I am blessed by the Lord, so just give me money. And the fact, like during Hurricane Harvey, one of the worst. Hurricanes that Houston had, he never give anything back to the community until you know a lot of people forced his hand. Like mm-hmm. mosque in Houston opened their door before Joe Olstein opened his doors.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, a better question. I thought of a better question. Do you think that the plumber should have said nothing <laughs> and like <laughs> you know, distributed the cash on his own, <laughs> like? <laughs> Yeah, with that much cash thinking, whoo, Merry Christmas. The Lord has blessed me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it was apparently, well, the police believe it was connected to a massive 2014 theft. Mm -hmm. um so that's what they think that is connected to and supposedly like my dad thinks that like somebody just it was an inside job and somebody just stowed it away inside the walls um when they thought they were going to get caught like they couldn't leave so possible but I mean yeah I don't know that I would if you thought you lost the money and you obviously weren't um you know worse off for having lost the money then what do you need it for you know what i'm saying i right. say give it uh you know people have been suffering because of covid people have been suffering because they haven't had any jobs give it back to the community you claim to serve is my right. my thought process so um yeah um Joel don't need that <laughs> Joel don't need that um but yes, um, I mean, I don't have anything else to say.
2: Yeah. Uh, Joel,
1: I don't like, I don't like. I mean, let me be clear. I don't like Christianity as a religion all that much, regardless. But I definitely don't like evangelical, like yeah, mega churches because, I mean, and and this is like. Part of me feels like maybe because I grew up in the Catholic Church and most other priests had to take a vow of poverty, but like also another part of me is like you don't need all that money anyway. Yeah. Like, for what? Especially when you claim to be somebody who services the community, like your whole entire, the way that you make money is by preaching and being able to lead people to prosperity why are you not giving prosperity in the form of financial gain to the people that you claim why are you taking from them like that and then not yeah i mean he's trying
0: to turn a profit instead of be a prophet,
1: (laughs) and that's a word oh amen
0: (laughs) (laughs) so yeah how hella sus i'm not sure if like joel olstein's Personally, did that like oh shit, maybe go hide this in there. Amen, amen. Or it could be you know someone in the higher up inside the church, you know, who deals with the money. Maybe the treasury department hide it a long time ago because you know maybe people want to have a little cup for themselves. Think I worked for this motherfucker in Houston for years
1: trying to get me some money myself. Hey, I'm not mad at either one of them. Like who knows what he's paying those people? Probably not a lot. So you know we all struggling out here um am i saying it's okay to steal no but am i saying that if you already lost the money that you don't need it back yes
0: (laughs) i don't know just stealing from the church it seems like a straight ticket to hell
1: um i mean there are priests who have done worse so (laughs) (laughs) let's be clear pastors, priests Clergymen done worse. Uh so I think la, judge not yet yet let lest ye be judged. Um, those without sin cast the first stone. Um all right, uh that's it. We're gonna take a quick break. Um and then we'll be right back to yeah Oh, it's like six hundred thousand. Oh, see, I lowballed the fuck out of that number. Give that money back to the Houston community. <laughs> ben, yeah, I like it was- 50 envelopes full of cash.
0: So Shit.
1: yes, that had to be an inside job, ho. I didn't know all those details because I heard it was like money orders and other stuff like that. And I was like, oh, yeah. maybe it was like, I don't know, tithes or something. And like, you know, somebody just stole out of like that but like cash and
0: checks so you know money orders cash checks all in like 50
1: like 500 envelopes god damn i mean behind a wall hoe like most other people when they go like to fix something in their house all they get behind the wall is maybe a dead cat or like you know an animal or something not 500 envelopes stuffed with cash <laughs> But shit, that is a lot of money. Listen, I thought it was only five figures. Ho, that's six whole figures. That do you know how many people that can feed? You better get that money. You better yeah, get that's that money like more than what people make <laughs> in a year. Ho. that's God, more. Damn. I'm pretty sure that's more than what my whole family combined makes in a year. Okay, like I mean, you can pay off a whole family's college. Like pay off a couple people's houses. God damn! You better give that money back. To yeah, and parents.
0: Crime Stoppers only giving twenty five thousand for this cash reward
1: for the man who found it. Oh hell no! I was scraped because you know those those police officers who found that money they scrape some off the top. They're like hmm. it's not actually six hundred thousand.
0: They found more, but like that's- yeah, it's only one hundred thousand that was found.
1: Right, like yeah, <laughs> dirty <laughs> it could have been a solid million and like 400,000 of it just got split between the four cops that found it or something. <laughs> like, let's not listen. If you hear about any of the cops who found who were on this investigation retiring in the next year or so, bitch. <laughs> I mean, that's one hell of a vacation.
0: I mean, I'm really not sure how to do with all that money. You can pay off like grad school maybe a couple friends like student loans to keep it hush hush
1: (laughs) listen y'all better give that 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 back give it back give it to the community you're supposed to be helping the poor so give it to the poor you don't need that Joel Osteen don't you look at that money pretend it don't exist that's not right Anyway, uh, yeah, we're gonna after that revelation, we're gonna take a break, <laughs> and we'll be right back
2: with some some
1: rebooted talk.
2: Yeah,
1: we're back. back. Yes, back, back, back. and we're here to talk about rebooting it, rebooting it, remaking it
0: yes reboots remakes so i'm thinking with hollywood i mean i like to use the word reboot interchangeably with reboots kind of like a complete retelling of a series Mm -hmm. remake with just a copy and paste and i'm guessing continuation which is like 20 30 years down the road and i'm guessing the purpose of a reboot is to kind of tell the story to a new generation Mm -hmm. like take for example riverdale and like Archie's comics like there's different generations of Archie comics for every generation same thing for like superheroes mm-hmm. and other franchises like James Bond just like a different generation for everyone same thing like Star Trek Doctor Who uh video games Super Mario etc mm-hmm. etc et I can go on and name like different types of franchises
1: exactly yeah um and so I think that that's so the hallmark of that's a debate, right? When do you know that something needs to be rebooted? Like what and like, what is the purest purpose, right? To reboot right. something. We're not talking about the obvious cash grabs like um, a space jam. you know the original space gym was a cash grab in and itself well that too and so that means that it stayed true to the original purpose of the (laughs) movie (laughs) it's like cash grab time but like so like when did like when do you know that okay this reboot is timely it will probably be good or they had good intentions behind it right because Like, I think a lot of the, like, the discourse people have around reboots and how they're, like, fatigued with him is, like, does it need to happen, right? Like, did we need, you know, Punky Brewster to come back and, (laughs) you know, tell us all about her tales again? Maybe not. Like, maybe the story was complete within itself in that time period. Sometimes you can't translate things from their time period and put them into which is what most often happens. Like you try to make something fit the now. And sometimes it's just for the eighties or the nineties or the seventies or the, whenever it was made. Right. Um, So I think um, I would say that uh, I think the best type of like reboot remake there is, is, when you take something that, of course, already exists and your intention is to kind of either tell the story in a different perspective um, or tell the story in an updated fashion, like it's like an evergreen story, I guess. Like yeah. these characters can translate well into our time and things like that. um. As long as I feel like the the person who is running the reboot is their intention is to, you know, relate to an audience because that's what entertainment is and tell right. a compelling story, then it's like, you know, I can't fault a reboot that attempts to do that everybody else. Can kick rocks um
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> kick rocks damn it like you're exactly. you just want money and it's like you could have come up with your own shitty idea and gotten money and we wouldn't have yeah. all this you know backlash yeah. so I think that that it's important to set the ground for that um do you feel the same like what do you think what do you feel like the best reboots and remakes are comprised of
0: and i'm thinking well similar to your vein that anytime you do a reboot i think it's important to probably take like homage Mm -hmm. to the original one Mm -hmm. so maybe you can either probably make it like a spoof Mm -hmm. and like kind of point out the absurdities at the time Mm -hmm. but then also how and make it like universal because i can think of like several times with um comic books or it's like okay this character changes because you know it's a different day and age Mm -hmm. but the core of that character still stays the same right Archie Andrews because for those who love the Archie comics he's supposed to be this typical every guy and he's clumsy Mm-hmm. And I think with like Riverdale, they kind of did the same, like, wow, I'm clumsy in relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I fuck things up and I feel like I'm screwing things up. And I guess it takes a little bit more serious tone. I mean, it's different, Ar- um, Archie, but I'm thinking it's still a Archie. So that essence uh, is still the same. Yeah. And many times it can be of its time. And I think another one franchise that I like is Ninja Turtles. hmm. Where there was, you know, in the 80s, the point of like children's cartoons just to sell action figures. Right. The 90s, you had the live action with the go ninja, go ninja, go, go ninja. And I love that. And there was this one, newest one with the Ninja Turtles called the 2012 for Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. And what I like about that, it pays homage to like all the Ninja Turtles. And they even talk about how weird the Ninja Turtle was in mm-hmm. the 80s how they can easily just walk on the surface like no one's fucking business but then they also mentioned okay let's change some certain things like they made uh Casey well, well April O'Neil like a teenager because they said okay it's kind of weird that an adult human will hang out with like a bunch of teenage ninja turtles That's true. and and they actually got like splinter to be a, uh, portrayed by a Japanese man Mm-hmm. So, and they did uh, translate that well, so they actually had like a lot more Japanese elements, mm-hmm. where the original one, they probably did not have that. So I'm thinking, okay, that's cool. They actually take it seriously, and it does feel like an action heroes. and you know, Spoiler actually feels like a sensei, so they added more to this character, so to another layer that wasn't there before
1: yeah agreed um and i think that's that's a core thing of it too like respect right Are yeah. it, if you're just kind of like throwing characters on a screen to me like i don't i don't care about that or like it's just kind of yeah. like why do i care about these people and i think that's the point we talked about this earlier so do you think that um as far as like the reboot fatigue, I wonder, what would you say people are most fatigued about when it comes to the reboots that are kind of coming out today?
0: Yeah, because when I think about the reboots um, and I'm guessing slash continuations that are not good, um, I mean, I like the original, like with like Disney. Uh-huh. That, yes, there are a lot of faults with the princesses. But you know, if you actually look back at them, yeah, they're very much of the time, mm-hmm. and, you know, very princessy. But I'm just thinking they're just going too far the other way where they're like, every girl is a hashtag girl boss, perfect, independent, but then it just seems so bland and they have no growth.
2: Right. And I know,
0: like, a lot of male superheroes or, like, male uh, characters, they have growth in some way. Like, okay, I'm not going to rely on anyone and that, yeah, they fail and they're not perfect in the original one. But, like, for example, like, none of the princesses in the original Disney ever want to marry the first guy they just met.
1: None of them did. Right. No, they always, it was, it was always happenstance. Like, they just wanted to either get out of a problem yeah. or like they wanted you know freedom of some sort like you know with Cinderella she wanted freedom yeah um, she just wanted a dress the night out she didn't look for a prince she didn't look for it she, she just happened to find one and it was like oh my god like and that's where meet cutes come from y'all don't you know that like it comes from all these like fairy tales where it's like I met the one and I wasn't even looking like <laughs> yeah i mean i would have to agree with that so i think it's like right like it's like you're going especially for oh my god we could talk about female characters versus male characters all fucking day yeah. but like it's like going too far the other way you're going from here's this incredibly flawed individual that you have really no relatability to honestly except hey. maybe that they're a teenager or that they um you know feel like they do too many chores around their house and they're neglected or whatever like you only have one thing in common with them all the way to here's this like girl who has absolutely no growth and like you like you have zero in common with her um but you want to be her and it's just kind of like do I though (laughs) do I want to be like Belle from the recent Beauty and the Beast I mean Emma Watson is fine but like (laughs) I don't (laughs) i don't know about that <laughs> yeah and really
0: um, bell didn't have stockholm syndrome i mean the only people who have stockholm syndrome are
1: uh rapunzel from tangled and quasimodo yeah those are those are especially quasimodo my god like i mean but when everybody else hates you <laughs> like <laughs> quasimodo's case like where else are you gonna turn yeah um, I mean- the one person that posts to love you cheat you like crap. So you, then you have like a conflicting view of love. Perception of love. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but like, and I mean, I get like, you know, obviously why Disney is doing what they're doing, but then at the same time, it's just, you don't want to show these like incredibly codependent, like relationships. It seems like, like, ah, oh yes. Like I just need to marry to get out of my problem. no um but at the same time it's like did none of y'all take a class on storytelling y'all don't understand like the most compelling parts of like a story is the relatability and the fact that she you know like can grow and like get out of her issue no okay yeah um so yeah I would say yeah like and like we also we talked about this earlier but with especially with female characters there's this 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 problem with, like, them being, like, this weird little boring blank slate, right? Yeah. And that's not even just in remakes. Like, that's in movies, like, now, like, a lot of the times, like, especially in YA, which I yeah. think is really weirdly detrimental. But, like, where it's just, like, you got to have a Bella Swan or, like, a, I don't want to say Katniss Everdeen, but kind of Katniss Everdeen. Like, you have all, like, these, like, b- like some some of them are badass some of them are not but you have this person who literally has no personality like if you met Bella Swan in real life you'd be like wow that girl is boring I learned nothing about her what does she do what does she yeah it's like a background character right (laughs) who's like the whole story is about which doesn't make any sense like so you're just sitting there you're like wow I don't know anything about you I'm so so crazy but I think people do that so that women can transpose themselves on top of them more easily, right?
2: Yeah, and something. I know,
0: like, Stephanie Myers, kind of like her own, like, self-insert fanfiction, kind of, like, made millions of dollars, and, like, oh, shit, well, here's Twilight.
1: I mean, I know if our fanfiction from back in the day ever got published, <laughs> I know people roast them. Roast the fuck out of it, girl. Oh, my gosh, that's why I really don't have any anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you can't roast my ass. Like, ladies, listen... I feel like in the next year or so, I'm going to delete my account. Like, y'all are never going to be able to say, I found Nikki Alley shit. No, you can't. Nope.
2: No. Yeah.
0: Luckily, we just wrote in like journals and shit.
2: shit and yeah. I think
1: another issue
0: is, I'm guessing, kind of going with the girl boss, kind of like rebooting everything to have like an all female cast. I mean, I don't think that's a bad idea in no. and of itself. No, I do But know I'm just you. thinking we're just like too much in your face woke point girl boss, girl boss, girl boss, and you're kind of forgetting what made the original like with Ghostbusters. Yeah. Pretty. I mean, I think what makes it angry is that one you don't reference the original. And two, I'm just thinking, okay, we get it. Like women can be funny as men, et cetera, but I'm just thinking just too much that just takes from the plot. So, and I'm just thinking, okay, just doing like a cash grab and just want an all female, all female shit. I mean, yeah, it could be played more into it, like, there could be a different dynamics. Like if it's like, okay, the daughters of the original Ghostbusters will be great. But then I'm guessing also sets them back because you know the original black guy in the Ghostbusters, um, he was an engineer. So he was educated, very smart. But then the black woman in this one, she was just there just to be a, like a spunky black woman.
1: Right. So uh
0: that's kind of to me almost like a downgrade because you know all the other white people like oh you have a phd oh you have like other stuff and all she did was to sponsor the uh ghostbuster vehicle from her uncle who used to run a funeral service so that's kind of disappointing dude
1: yeah like yeah i think like y'all are really trying to and i get it like it's like it's the same it's kind of what we were talking about earlier where like you're trying to ease the cycle of guilt right they're, it's the same thing with reboots like because there were not a lot of women-led like movies like you know yeah. back in the day or whatever like women were relegated to being the sex appeal or like the no damsel in distress people. yeah damsel mostly just the sex appeal um <laughs> like they're <laughs> now trying to be all like women everywhere shove them like every your faces, that but like <laughs> the problem with that is like you have to still give them actual character and I think the the issue is is that y'all don't know how to write female characters <laughs> you don't know how to write them like men are notoriously bad at. I'm sorry like they're not enough they're probably not enough women behind the scenes writing these female because if there were they would be a lot more realistic and believable and relatable because like I don't I love Leslie, like, like from the starting Ghostbusters and also in SNL. I can't remember her last yeah. name right now, but I love Leslie. But, like, I mean, I didn't even watch that movie. I just watched, like, clips from it, and I was like, ooh, y'all did her bad. Like, I don't, y'all didn't. Yeah, Leslie I, Jones. Leslie Jones, that's right. Yes, thank you. Um, Y'all did her bad. And, like, I'm not even going to go into, like, the whole spiel about like how that relates to intersectionality and how she's a black woman and how she's a dark-skinned black woman but like y'all can do better than that like and so it's just kind of like it's you're not because you don't know how to write write women um (laughs) so I need you to learn um but yeah um I yeah so I think that that's one of the major things so like okay when it comes to reboots um that's a thing they do so cast swaps right is one of like yeah. the major things that they love to do either it's here's a here's a gender swap cast or here's a race swap cast race yeah. swaps are really you know interesting like they've done that with charmed um in the most recent charmed iteration it is two latino yeah. sisters and a uh, biracial black woman um black and white woman um which like also if you're gonna cash like biracial black women can we stop having black and white like yeah where, where's like the black and like i don't know chinese or like black and like uh you like I- indian or something i want something interesting
2: yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah
1: there was also
0: another uh one that's kind of race swapped I think it was the one with. um, with, I think it was a race swap. She used to be a blonde hair, but then she was a black woman. But she's also the one, the most hated character in the series. Um, What What is is this series about? It was about a superhero. Uh, He's biracial. Like his dad's like an alien. Uh Uh, Meme of it. I'm probably.
1: Ooh, this is hard. I can't. A superhero, he's biracial.
0: Okay, so his dad
1: mm-hmm.
0: um is this big superhero, he himself is trying to balance the identity of it. um, mm-hmm. uh, because the voice actor was also in Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, well, he plays uh J. Jonah Jameson. Did you know, oh. Uh wait, let's just look up the the maybe it'll tell us on IMDb. Um uh gosh. okay well his dad is played by jk simmons jk said so, yeah that's that's right okay jk simmons imdb boom um uh, oh invincible that was the series
2: oh about.
0: <laughs> yeah so they race swap the character because and i think they try to make her more because she's just to be this airhead blonde who didn't really care and then she became more but then they race swapped her to be a black woman Mm -hmm. uh she doesn't take any shit i'm thinking and i guess she's really but she's faded by the fan base because she knew that he was a superhero but then she was angry that he didn't just tell her that and i mean from that perspective but then he also understands why he couldn't just told her but I'm thinking kind of like being the nice black woman is just as empowering, being the uh, strong, independent, really smart black woman, because mm-hmm. we don't really see the softer side to black women.
1: No, like ever in anything, like y'all have, and that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's the problem, and that's how you know you have a bad reboot or a bad movie in general, but especially a bad reboot is when if you attempt to do these race swap things, you just give us caricatures, like you just give us, like, you just again because you don't have enough diversity in the room, you just like vomit out this, like, all the things that you think and you know about black women, you're like, oh, they're sassy, like, um. They, uh, uh, what else? What else? Come help me, Craig. Help me. Oh my God. Um, they wait, they're hip. They give good advice. Yeah. They're, they're like sage. Oh, sage. We write that down, Craig. Um, and (laughs) (laughs) like, and it's like, they're and they're mean sometimes yes write it oh write it all craig but it's oh, like, we can't do that how about the sassy gay black friend oh okay that's great that's great yes write it down and it's just like we there's facets stuff. <laughs> Please, like the and it's like and it's like the only way that black women can have facets if she's light skin right like you can see yeah. different a different, like, biracial or light-skinned Black, but as soon as you get a darker-skinned woman in there, if she's not funny, she's sassy or both or mean or all three or, yeah. like, it's just all, uh, like, what adjectives can we throw onto this wall that people will be like, yes, that's a Black woman. But- yeah,
0: I mean, I understand the whole quality of not taking any shit and being strong and independent. I'm just thinking it's all... Also, would be helpful to be like okay, the soft, feminine type black woman that's also dark skin, and not just racially ambiguous. Not to shit on talk on the racially ambiguous because I know they also have their issues as well.
1: I mean, we do, but I like we're, you know, y'all y'all yeah. get a lot more hate. We don't we don't receive that type of hate. tri. Um. So yeah, it's just like, I, don't give me if you're gonna race swap something it has to one it has to make sense like right. what like don't just do it like because you're trying again the woke factor like i if you're going to race swap something you have to do the work to understand the cultures that go into that and like respect again the characters that you're trying to portray like yeah. so it's yeah like so as far as charmed goes they race swapped all three of those characters they made one of them a lesbian and then um, there was like the biracial, like, you know, the character. And so like they're I think the newest Charmed is not that bad because they kind of give you backgrounds that seem realistic. Like her, like the biracial one is struggling with parentage. The lesbian one is struggling with love issues. The straight one is um you know latina and straight like you know like there's there's stories that make sense so it's just kind of like but don't like like we were talking about earlier with lord of the flies i think you're having you have an entirely different story if you put a whole bunch of teenage girls on like yeah. you know an island and or something and, like they're, they may die like i don't think you get the same story that way yeah
0: Because I think with the original Lord of the Fries, the point is like the British white boys are like this most uh, best group, the most cream of the crop, and they end up just killing each other. And, you know, and that was the point of the story. (laughs) Right. So, you know, the British boys are always the cream of the crop and can probably run a society just fine without, you know, people watching over them. So, and I think kind of gender swapping or race swap would dramatically change the story. Mm -hmm. But sometimes... Um, if you could race swap, it could be an interesting way to tell the story, unless it doesn't affect it at all. Cause I think another example is like Sherlock Holmes. Mm-hmm. That series. Of- that existed for years and many different forms. I remember I was a kid, like I had Yahoo email and I watched Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century with Watson being a robot and General Lestrade being a woman. And then she has to like check Watson, I mean, check Sherlock, say it's the 22nd century and women can be people in positions of power because you know that wasn't. And I remember there was another Sherlock Holmes story elementary with Joanne Watson. Mm -hmm. so with uh watson being a woman and i think played by lucy Liu, Mm -hmm. and that and i think it's great to probably take like a modern day take on a story because you tell things in a different way than we never really thought of like oh you can use your cell phone to do different things that's not like crazy
2: or like google
0: search things or cross-reference things
1: exactly so i i again like that aspect of respect has to go into it and you can't just like I'm going to do it just for shits and giggles. No, you have to do the research behind it. Like, and you have to hire the right people because if you're a white man, you cannot write a black woman. I'm sorry. Like you don't know black women just hire a black woman or the very fuck a black man's jesus but like hire somebody black
0: yes only unless you're willing to do the research then probably don't do it because i guess a good example is like avatar the last airbender series created by two white guys but the white guys actually went to do research about the different types of martial arts the way people wear their hair so like at Katara she's a native woman so she wears it like the Inuits the hair whoopies and you know different types of hair and you know uh the movie was made by M. Night Shyamalan <gasps> and you know and that was like race spin and whitewashed to
1: hell like I I as soon as I saw I never again I never saw that movie because as soon as I saw the trailer where the entire Fire Nation was a bunch of dark skinned Indian actors I was like wow you literally made the antagonist <laughs> why would you and you whitewashed all of the protag even though half of the team of protagonists are native like <laughs> yeah
0: our dark skin and the one good guy uncle r was played by a white guy
1: right like how does that how is he your uncle and he doesn't look a thing like you that doesn't <laughs> make any fucking sense like, yeah and i know especially my family everyone's a different
0: hair color i mean like different skin texture well skin color and all that but goddamn, the
1: one white guy is he adopted right like what is going on here <laughs> Y'all are, y'all are tiresome um yeah. so we can probably
0: talk about good adaptations that we like and why to go on a lighter to go on a <laughs> better side of things right um
1: so I'm gonna say, like okay that's hard I'm trying to think of like a good adaptation that I like, like a good remake that I knew was a remake that's because there's a lot of remakes that of way older things that I had no idea were even remakes like, I was like, oh.
0: Uh, like, for me, I guess i go ahead and start as the J- Daniel Craig Smith's James Bond series. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, the original um, uh, Sean Connery one is the type of James Bond would just slap women on their ass and be like, dude, get me a martini, shake it, not stirred. And, or just force women into sex, which is, you know, a man of this time, which is hella rapey, which is hella uncomfortable. Whereas this James Bond in Casino Royale where he's a little bit more concerned, like a woman that he's supposed to be working with, I mean she's crying in the shower and he's just laying on her and just comforting her. Mm-hmm. And you know he falls in love, he's a little bit more emotional. Um, there are women in positions of power. They made Felix black. Uh, he' was like supposed to be um, uh, James Bond's American brother well mm-hmm. friend comrade in arms because they burst so in the military mm-hmm. and i'm thinking and you know that's the james bond i grew up with so i always imagined felix as a black guy light-skinned uh and he played him well and you know the friendship Shit.
2: i hate my internet <laughs> Hmm.
0: positions of power which hasn't been in James Bond previously
1: I'm sorry I missed everything after you said he played him well because my internet connection is the fucking worse
0: So <laughs> yeah so i was saying that you know james bond has connection and uh, well felix plays that character well so i always imagine that would be my felix mm-hmm. they also have like different peoples in position of power like like m through a good portion of the Daniel craig movies was a woman mm-hmm. um 007 in the last movie i guess spoiler was a black woman <laughs> and of course me as a black one was cracking up because you know he she goes to james bond's bedroom and she took off her weight. And James Bond was like, "That's not the first thing I imagine you taking off." And I was like, <laughs> 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 "And she was a double O." And you know, this James was a little bit more emotional, so it's very much of its time where he's not just—I mean, he still has sex with women, but it's more.
2: Damn
1: uh, <coughs> okay yeah. yes and
0: having black women and her taking off that weave when he got back to jamaica
1: <laughs> i love that now i have to go watch it even though i have not watched a james bond film in forever yeah. um and
0: i think so if they ever reboot and get idris elba i think he's a perfect james bond he's british he's suave he's probably can get a lot of ladies and might be say, oh but james bond goes to different and i'm thinking james bond went to fucking jamaica so and he can blend into fucking jamaica
1: that's right so i'm goes- like <laughs> right like let's not pretend that like the only place that idris elbow would like stick out like a sore thumb is like a homo the completely homogeneous country like a like a south korea or something like then people would be like hmm what is that man doing here? (laughs) So I'm guessing even so, we'll
0: probably, I mean, if he goes to like Scotland or something, but even though Scotland does have like a black population. So, so yeah, I think no matter where he goes to, he may stick out But I'm just thinking he's already, he's from London, he's British and he has the movie chops to do him. So if they ever reboot James Bond, I'll bet $10 to be uh, more uh, for, to be Idris Elba. He'll work well. And maybe, and they got like more black Bond women over the years. Like Holly Berry was a Bond girl. Mm -hmm. Um, Grace Jones was a Bond girl. So they have a lot more uh, black women being Bond women and like dark skin. So I'm happy for it. So, and the way I see the same thing with superheroes that Spider-Man, 007, The Doctor are titles, but you know, James Bond, Peter Parker are also like, characters too so I'm guessing changing their races or gender will probably be a little bit weird but with James Bond I'm fine with it <laughs> I mean but right. with like Peter Parker I don't imagine him black you can probably just create a completely different Spider-Man what we have Miles Morales That's we have Gwen Stacy etc mm-hmm.
1: yeah I I think so too uh I agree with that and like I mean okay so I can't think of any like reboot but I will say I like the current spider-man the best out of all three of the spider-mans that we had (laughs) spider-mans because like i feel like tom holland like is the quintessential like i'm a nervous teenager mixed just right with the snark (laughs) like That you expect from Spider-Man, like he's a very good, like snarky Spider-Man who's overconfident and cocky, but at the same time, he's just like a nervous-ass teenager who's just like, okay, Mister Stark, okay, like, (laughs) like, and it's just like, yes, that's the Peter that I
0: want. (laughs) Yeah, I also like the dash because you know, bullies today don't actually just punch people in lockers. That he could be an ass, and I'm thinking, like, smart people could be
1: great, straight-up (laughs) assholes. They can. He, yeah, he's a great bully. Like, I, I will admit that he's good. But, like, yeah, like, I I like it. I like their little, I like their little group. It's really cute. Uh, so I like the current Spider-Man. Um, I can't, I can't think of any, like, reboots or, like, remakes right now that Bro, I. reboots,
0: continuations. That um, I like. Continuations,
1: Bordo, I'm actually
0: enjoying it. Oh, really? Um, yeah, because I'm thinking they kind of break away from the seal because a lot of times in anime, especially shonen anime, the women suck ass. Oh, I mean, because when I think about with Naruto, uh, none of the women are do anything outside of a man.
1: Right, they really don't, like, ever at all.
0: And I guess what's really so frustrating about, like, I still love the original Naruto. That's kind of, like, opened the door for everything that was anime. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, they really don't talk about like bonds that women have, or like sisterhood, because the whole theme of Naruto and opinion, is like brotherhood, like brotherhood between Naruto and Sasuke, brotherhood between Kakashi and Obito brotherhood between the two Hokage, well, the first and second Hokage, etc. But nothing about sisterhood. I mean, nothing about mm-hmm. Sakura and Ino and nothing about clan with like Hinata and Hinabi. They couldn't like go more into that, mm-hmm. uh, but they didn't. And what I like about Boruto is that they go more into like, like, all the girls are friends. Like I love the friendship between Sarada, Sasuke, and Sakura's daughter and mm-hmm. Chocho uh Choji's daughter because you know even though they are friends but they also able to fight so the women are I guess portrayed better Mm -hmm. in Bordeaux versus so I'm not sure because is not probably directly writing it and that they also can hold their
1: shade (laughs) shade are you listening Kishimoto like
0: shade (laughs) And that the women can hold their own in fights. Because, uh, you know, many times, how many times, like even Naruto to say fucking Tsunade, who's the strongest Konowichi ever, and she didn't even want to be Hokage, is mostly her brother and I guess her ex boyfriend's, well, widow boyfriend's dream. It wasn't a dream for herself.
1: No. Yeah, we're, we're not here for women doing things for men because fuck men. I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> and like even Kashina, she said she wanted to be the first hemo- female Hokage and she just ended up being Hokage's wife. So I'm thinking, God damn.
1: And like, I don't even know, like, uh Kur and I, I have no idea what her aspirations were whatsoever. And she was the only like female Jonin that we consistently saw. And it's just like, what does she want to do? I don't know. Um, and besides be Ozuma's wife and then have a kid. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, probably the best female characters, probably like, Tam- well, even Tamari, you know, princess of like the Santa village. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess she has some aspirations. She's only one that can probably like truly hold her own without being saved yeah, or even Tenten. But then the swing in Naruto has more screen time than Tenten.
1: Listen, yes, <laughs> like a <we're still> lot, <laughs> but like, yeah, like that's why most. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Even though Tamari was a bitch when she first showed up, I was right. also like, "But that's a bad bitch, though." <laughs> who keeps saving uh, Shikamari's ass? And I was like, "That's what I want." <laughs> yeah. So,
0: and I do like the future uh girl boss like serata is the first person in her team to become a tuning um she has a good friendships and you know they're doing outside of things that's not just around men because she has aspiration to become a hokage um chocho i'm guessing because they live in a time of peace they don't always get pushed i do wish that she probably like fights a little bit more so like that's that's another um reboot i guess or continuation i like and I guess another good one, but I guess, it's not recent, but I guess it came out in the last five, ten years, was Creed, mm-hmm. which is of a continuation of the Rocky series, except, you know, through Adonis Creed, the bastard child of Apollo Creed. Mm-hmm. So they continue more. And I guess one of the few examples, like two Black people that are in a couple, because you don't really see that that often in most movies. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's light-skinned, and I think uh, Asian, well... I'm going to check the race of Emma Thompson, but I know there's some black in there. There's some black
1: in there. She is not
0: <laughs> fully. I mean, not Emma Thompson. Damn it, that's not her name.
1: Tessa Thompson. Oh,
0: Tessa Thompson, not Emma Thompson.
1: I knew who you meant. Oh, you know what? You know what reboot I kind of Or like a remake I kind of like? Sabrina. Oh. on netflix even though now i will say this sabrina is heavy (laughs) Mm -hmm. and also long like i don't even think i think i got through like i haven't finished it i want to though i said to myself i'm gonna sit down and finish it but like uh the first episode is a fucking lot like (laughs) <laughs> and it's not, it's not Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and that's like that's one of the things that I like, where they take something and they shift the genre. So that's like another thing that like, um, that like is interesting that I think should be done more because they took Sabrina the Teenage Witch which was like campy, very like 90s and like very sick commie, and they yeah. made it into like this kind of horror like drama. And yeah. I was like, I'm here for it. And of course, like they, it, it's, there's a lot of themes. Like it's, it's much, it's heavier, but right. it's like a heavy that I like, because it questions Christianity, it questions like, you know, religion. It questions like the ideas of good and evil, like what is evil, what is considered good. Like, you know what I'm saying? And like destiny and sort of kind of like, you know, with witches and things like that. And so I think it's that's really interesting. And then it's like, I think it focuses less on, well well I mean like in Sabrina the Teenage Witch it was a lot of like here's my little campy adventures with my cat and like I really love Harvey but like (laughs) I think this focuses more on her like growth as like a person and as a witch and like what she wants to you know do with what that identity means and so I think that that's really I like Sabrina for that reason um I I like
0: the same vein Riverdale. It's so bad. It's good. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, of course, I think it's been written by people who haven't been (laughs) in a high school campus in like 50 years.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Cause I mean, I, Because in my opinion, just that clicks of like high school are not really so solid for me. Like when we went to school, it was very fluid. Like the same people who are the jobs were also in advanced classes or like trying to get good grades. So it wasn't just like, oh, if you play band, you can't sit with us.
1: Right. No, a lot of the people who were in band were like the most popular people. Like I'm not even like like they were they were in like AP classes and like they were in all of the extracurriculars, so it's just kind of like yeah like and they, I mean I don't even know like if there were really when we went to school that's why when I went to high school I was like what is this, like yeah, it wasn't really
0: clicks because you know people like you said ap like even with theater nerds they kind of intermingle with other people mm-hmm. and the people who were like on the celebrities our dance team were also one of the t- most popular and even the top 10 percent because you know in our age you have to be well-rounded as a student to go off to college exactly. you can't just be good at like one thing
1: Right. And so I don't know why they keep making these teenage dramas in which it's like, you're a nerd and all you care about is grades and you're not popular because it's like that doesn't actually happen in high school. Like, I don't I think most people can say that where they're like, yeah, no, that's not a that's not a thing that happens if it did ever happen at all. Yeah. And it's a guilty pleasure for me because I'm
0: thinking the first season, I think probably the first three seasons, they probably take themselves way too seriously.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, And
0: then now they kind of like jump the shark and it's just so bad it's good. I'm thinking, I thought they're supposed to be like average teenagers, but no, they're all getting arrested. Um, There's a cult who's trying to like build stuff to the moon and he dressed like evil goddamn Knievel. Mm -hmm. And then their half brother, Betty's and Jughead's half brother, fake half brothers in love with their real half brother and then they're supposed to be in love and then people die and thinking it's so bad it's good now I mean I dropped off on season three but now I'm coming back in
1: she's all like I come back in when I have the the taste for it um I w- I'll also say I like queer eye for the straight guy um, the reboot, Well, I think it's
0: just called Queer Eye Now.
1: It's called Queer Eye Now, yeah, but like they it's like, well, I guess I don't even can you even call it a reboot? I guess it's really more like of a continuation. It's just a different cast because you can do yeah. that with reality TV, right. like you just replace the whole cast, but it's still the same premise because it's like, it's a show in which you make over and they don't even make over just straight men they make over everybody everybody yeah. get a makeover you get a makeover you get a makeover everybody gets a makeover <laughs> <laughs> uh but like yeah i like i like queer eye but i always liked queer eye um and i but i do think it's better now because they go over like all aspects of their life like yeah. a little more i think in detail um, than before, and it's just not a whole bunch of white dudes, so that's exciting as well. Yeah, gay white men, because gay white men are not the only gay men that exist. Okay, exactly. Intersectionality, <laughs> yes, bitches. Even though there's still like three whole gay white men, but you know, baby sipped. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I'm trying to find something else that's currently on television that's a reboot, reboot. and I'm like, yeah, I love this. I don't know. I don't I don't think I, I don't think it exists. And then we could probably go to reboots that were hating movies and TV
0: Oh, yeah. uh horror films because you know that's kind of like an easy cash grab for reboots. Mm-hmm. Um I heard the Halloween was ass. I also watched the I mean it was actually released in like 20 well early 2010s. Mm-hmm. Uh the nightmare on Elm Street. I'm thinking, okay, <laughs> but yes. I didn't know they rebooted it too. Cause you know, I was going through my horror binge show. You know, I was trying to watch that. And I'm thinking, okay, they're trying to do something as if he was innocent. Like they do pretty cool things like micro naps mm-hmm. where he come, comes in and out of the real world, which is pretty cool. But mm-hmm. then they said, Oh, he may be innocent this time versus in the original one, he was guilty of actually like molesting kids, but no, he actually molest kids. Mm-hmm. So they, kind of, and his face kind of looks weird. So he doesn't have the same um, wit as the original Freddy Krueger because they changed the actor. So the classic welcome to primetime bitch was <laughs> the one the most question lines. They don't have that. So he just kind of bland. So that sucked ass. And I think they try to make him look more like a real life burn victim. So I'm guessing that takes away from the horror as well. So that kind of sucked. And Jurassic uh, World, Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like, I love the original Jurassic Park as a kid. And even when I first seen Orlando, I bought the shirt. So I was really excited. So but also the new Jurassic World. It just I mean, the effects are great. It looks beautiful, but it doesn't do it for me because I mean, at the second Jurassic World movie, I'm like, dude, just like the dinosaurs fucking die. There's really and- no reason to keep them alive
1: or save them. I didn't even watch the second one. I think I watched the first one and I don't remember why I watched it because I don't I didn't. I didn't want to watch it. see? Like, I feel like somebody dragged me to that. Like, I don't remember who. But like, yeah, I watched the, like Jurassic World. And I think the entire time I was thinking to myself, didn't we already have an island of dinosaurs and that killed people? Like, why are we still why are we still making dinosaurs? Then that I think that's the that's the hallmark of a bad reboot. Is like, why why is this? Why are we here? Like, why did you make this? But not like in the sense of like the like in universe storyline right yeah is it, like <laughs> is humanity really that stupid like yeah i know it's kind of it kind of just like gives me the impression that wow so like we would really be our own downfall the sun is not gonna kill us all it's gonna be us <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be us and our just need for entertainment or something but that's what i'm saying like i so, like, the whole reason I brought up this topic is because I'm watching The Nanny, okay? Right. Um, and, like, so, sorry, I'm going to spoil The Nanny for you if you've never seen it, uh, anybody who's listening. But I'm watching The Nanny, and, like, because I remember in college I watched, I don't know if I watched the whole thing, but I watched, like, a lot of it. So I was like, oh, well, I'm going to rewatch it because I didn't remember how it ended. So I was, I'm watching it. I'm, I'm just season five now, season five, episode four. And no. when I tell you that by season three, I was like, this is not as funny because the Nanny came out in 93,
2: right. okay,
1: it was, it's a product of the 90s girl because she's right. getting paid $6 Early. a fucking hour to watch three children. <laughs> no. And I said- How the fuck is that a living wage in the 90s? That can't be right. Like, I'm like, and like her employer is rich. So I'm like, I would demand $6 an hour for per child. You're paying me $18 an hour, bitch, because what the fuck? Like, I I deserve, but like, so- um but like halfway through and this is the problem with a lot of the remakes and which i think is one of the reasons people decide to remake stuff because they're like oh we're trying to capture the nostalgia without the the problematicness of it because the nanny is rife with fat phobia like because and like caricatures like her mother is just literally a fat jewish lady who wants her to get married like yeah. that's the, that's her whole character. She has absolutely nothing else going for her. Um, and like the further you get into the show, the worse off it becomes. Like the daddy is just a commitment phobe. Like he doesn't want to, he's literally like the fuck boy of now except like, who's just stringing you along and breadcrumbing the fuck out of you. Like you think you're gonna get something from him and then he's like, oh, but I have a dead wife. And it's like, girl, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Like either you want her or you don't. But it's like the the main character is just a woman who desperately wants to get married and she's a pick me. Like, and so it's just kind of like, and so I, like I heard Fran Drescher, like who executive produced this based off of i assume her life like a character culture of her life she's going to do like i think she said she wanted to do like a broadway play of it which is ironic because the dad in the nanny is a broadway producer um but i was like why like halfway through the series i was like why why would you do why for what because like there's no obviously the entire time the end game is that they get together but it takes six seasons and there's no reason for it to take six seasons like Mm -hmm. because shit because i i looked ahead and they don't get uh, they don't get married i think until like either the end of the season i'm on now or the beginning of the next season and i'm just like why did it take you? And each season is supposedly a year. And so I'm like, why did it take you that many years to propose <laughs> to this lady? I'm 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 anxious to figure out how why he decided to finally propose to her after. Um, but like like I'm saying, it wouldn't go over well because there's nothing transferable from this show that would make sense now. Because again. It's literally like, and it was the nineties, you know, you can't blame them like for all of the mistakes of this show. Cause that's, that's how people thought, but like having a desperate woman who chases after a, a, a man, a widower, like for five years is not going to go over well with your audience, like your younger audience, because most women don't want to do that. Like most yeah. women don't want to do that. <laughs>
0: yeah i think another reboot i think i like it's a little bit different was the reboot of she gotta have it oh yeah yeah um, yeah yeah because yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh the original 1980s spike lee uh one i think she gets raped by the married man Ooh, so yeah even spike lee realizing now yeah i probably have to change that shit <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yikes bro.
0: yeah so you know she's this openly sexually liberated woman who has sex who has relations with three different men in the original 1980s one but then in the newer version she actually also has relations with a uh another with another woman who Mm -hmm. is older than her so she becomes she realized you know i'm uh polyamorous and pansexual and she also slept with a woman but i think she also gets checked and say you can't just go in and out of people's lives like that you Mm -hmm. have to commit so she i think i only watched season one of it so that was definitely different so i think that's like a good reboot example yeah like okay it could be different for the times
1: yeah like how somebody something translate but there's something to translate in that because i like in just in that specific example that was ahead of its time in the 80s a woman being sexually liberated what the fuck (laughs) like Mm. i think not but like i i mean my parents like that show and my parents are traditional as fuck (laughs) and like if they like that show you know it's a good show but yeah, and just- I think the newer one's great because she goes to therapy and she gets a black therapist who went to an HBCU
0: so mm-hmm. kind of showing that is great so I think Spike Lee still has that edge so mm-hmm. that's great to show so I think that's a, probably a good example of a reboot um, that can be like you said transferred because you know she can also do men and women because right. I think it also speaks to that at the time where you know the struggle that black women have at that time you know being sexually liberated and free because you can't always be that mm-hmm. I mean even still today there is some tabooness, but I think now we're more open
1: now with it yeah to like like relationships that are not monogamous or like just between two people etc cetera, etc cetera. um yeah no definitely I agree with that um yeah, um, did I go over all the types? Oh, you know what else I'm looking forward to? So, we yeah. can talk about the reboots we're looking forward to. Um, like it's a transition. Well, I'm looking, I think we're both looking forward to Bel Air. Yes. Um, that's a reboot of The Fresh Prince of Bel Air, which on its own is amazing. Um, as a comedy, um, obviously, it has issues because everything has issues, but like. I mean, I feel like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air did, did do a nice balance. If I'm like comparatively, like with these other sitcoms, like yeah. I think it did had a nice balance of being serious. It like, I will never forget that scene that Will Smith like just improvised the fuck out, which wasn't even improvised. I think he like mm-hmm. felt the fuck out of his feelings and he just did that scene and they kept it in there where he cried about his father that was amazing like that is television um because he took it from a place of like reality like that's his story and so i like i'm really excited if you don't know bel-air is a reboot of the fresh prince of bel-air that it's going to be a more dramatic take again that's like the genre switch that i'm talking about um and i think it would be it would be like a an amazing look at like you know um as long as you know they're respectful again of, you know, what it's like to be um, transplanted from a very poor neighborhood into, like, wealth and trying to adjust to that. So yeah. I'm really looking that one. Yeah, classic
0: fish-out-of-water stories. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Prince of Belly also talked about, like, Black issues. Like, I remember this one episode in season one where, you know, uh, Carlton was stopped for speeding, And, you know and so and you know talk about black people and the reaction with cops so I think that'll be a great story and you know can talk about classism and I already know someone like Carlton's going to be a black republican <laughs> just I can just feel
1: it in my bones in my bones girl I know it's
0: coming and uh I think I was going to go with and other serious issues so I'm actually really looking forward to that
1: Yeah, I'm sure I think the I think the actor they cast is a little is a little darker than Willard, right? They might go into colorism, perhaps. Um, Because that's a major issue, I think, too. So.
2: Yeah, we'll see. Oh,
0: yeah. And I remember in the original Fresh Prince because I watched the HBO special where you know they got absolutely everyone involved that was alive with Fresh Prince, and they said they try to fight the script to say, Oh, how about Ashley says this to her dad? thinking, you know, in a black family, she would not be saying that to her dad. So let's take it out of the script.
1: Right. Yes, guys. Yes um what else am i looking forward to what else is people have people been trying to read? Uh for me is the proud family oh yeah oh i can't wait for that all this all of the people all of the voices are going to be on that show <laughs> all of that
0: yeah, so they heard like little at little nas x I'm excited for that. um Kiki Palmer and I think maybe Issa Rae too so I'm excited for that shit because you know even at the time uh I think a lot of Black shows especially the ones we grew up with also talk about real issues like I was also watching this movie where they talk about adultification Mm -hmm. um, of Black girls and how they're being treated differently and also um sexualization where how uh, boys and girls get treated different when it comes. I'm guessing doing moving fast, like that rumor episode with Penny kiss Marlon, mm-hmm. and how he's being treated like this top player, big dude, whereas Penny kind of gets passed to the side, like, oh, girl, you're fast, you're cheap, and everything. So, mm-hmm. I mean, so they did a lot of things. They also talked about different types of race, racism. Um, they also talked about. T- 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 I remember about, you know, must be Muslim. And I guess I think that's why my first uh, experience, you know, learning about the Muslim faith was through that show. And also, I guess, not post 9-11, people who hate Muslims. So, yeah, talked a lot about that. I mean, but they did drop the ball when it comes to colorism. So hopefully they can probably address those issues too in the newer version.
1: Yeah, hopefully. So I'm definitely looking forward to that one um I can't I can't lie to you like I'm actually looking through a list right now to see I'm like is there anything on here that has been announced that I'm like yeah I want to see it but I can't find nothing (laughs) they're doing the rogue again oh Uh, yeah I heard about that where you know um
0: now the parents are millennials mm -hmm. you know (laughs) technically and the dad uh grandpa uh Pickles is kind of like a hippie because you know, you know, since they're changing the years down, since if they're millennials, then he's probably part of the hippie generation,
1: right? And you know,
0: they always said Phil and Will's mom was a lesbian, so I think they kind of allude to that a little bit more. But I think the downside of it is that you know, Susie, who you know, back in the original version, she was a little bit more independent, and you know, she can say andelka I'm not gonna take your shit. Mm-hmm. Stand up to her, but now she's more of a follower in Gallica. So I'm just thinking one step forward and two steps back. Come on, guys. Okay, guys,
1: come on. Um oh, so they're read. So okay, so I'm gonna read y'all off like some of the reboots, and y'all tell me like like thumbs up, thumbs down.
2: Okay.
1: Um in the comments, uh Avatar the Last Airbender now. Mm. so this is uh netflix is working on a live action version i've seen actually some of the actors that they're thinking of casting i will say i'm excited about uncle iroh because he is being casted he's being played by the man who played um the appa on uh kim's convenience um and I love that actor like I love him so much he's so adorable um <laughs> I love Papa like but like he's I don't remember his real name I just call him Appa like which is dad in Korean <laughs> like dad but like the, the side note my mom loves that freaking show like <laughs> like and she actually learned some Korean from it um <laughs> like um I have to tell you uh I don't know about this one. I don't know about this one. I think it's because we've been scarred by M Night Shyamalan and so I'm just like mm.
0: yeah. I mean, I guess the kind of like one the kiss of death for me is like when the original creators of the show end up leaving the project. Mm. It isn't good and I heard a lot of rumors that they age up the characters so they can have sex. They made Katara older than Sokka. Um, So a couple of little things. So I'm thinking "Mm, just live action adaptations haven't been good. I mean, I watched the Cowboy Bebop one. I'm like almost done with that series. So far, it's all right. And probably my favorite character is Mustafa, who plays Jet Black. A A couple people complain like, why do you make Jet Black Black? I'm thinking... The dude likes jazz. The original American English voice actor was black and he was gray in the original show. So I'm thinking of all the characters that fit definitely him.
2: Yeah.
0: So, I mean, it's not Cowboy Bebop, like, cause you know, the anime in itself is a masterpiece, but this is more, I'm guessing, of a fast food version. And anytime I see Jet Black on the screen, I love him cause he's like a good, lovable black father figure. Aw. And because he used to be a good cop and then he was framed, went to jail for it. He wanted to help out and be more involved with his daughter. But his wife's like, no, you know, I just leave. And I think he married, she married another one of the cops and thinking, oh, they actually passed a biracial girl to play his daughter because he married a white woman. So the casting for that one's great. John Cho is also great as Spike. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's okay. Okay, adaptation, but I'm guessing the bar's so low for anime adaptations.
2: It so,
1: really like, you—the oh, only thing you have to tind- contend with—is what? Uh, like that terrible Dragon Ball Z <laughs> one. Yeah. Um, like what else? I don't even want to go into the other anime ad- adaptations. They make me cry. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, the Death Note one sucks so much ass. <sighs> I hated it. Yeah, so I'm not sure. I don't think I'm gonna say no on this Avatar The Last Airbender because y'all are not about to do me again like you did me with Imnot Shyamalan. Okay, fuck that. Uh um, on the maybe list for me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna skip it. Mm-hmm. Uh Battlestar Galactica. Um, I'm gonna say it's good because I know with a lot of
0: sci-fi, they always reboot it.
1: Okay. I have not seen the original Battlestar Galactica, so I cannot make any commentary. Um, But, you know, I might give it a shot. I like sci-fi. Like, I have to be in the mood for sci-fi, though, because, yeah. like, sometimes some sci-fi takes itself too seriously and it's pretentious as fuck. So I had to, like, find the right one to where I'd be like, ah, oh, I understand what they're saying when they say thrusters and all that other shit. Yes. Yes, yeah, definitely a huge sense uh, suspense and disbelief to definitely get into sci-fi. Indeed. So I have to be in the mood for it. Uh, Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> I mean, I only watched a little bit of Beavis and Butthead because I
0: was more into King of the Hill.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: maybe I might take it a look. I mean, I'm not sure about Beavis and Butthead, but I remember in the 90s being like, I am concordial. (laughs) (laughs) And Uh, it's stupid, and that makes me laugh.
1: I mean, I might check it out just to, just like one episode, just to see if it will make me chuckle or not. But I also didn't watch Beavis and Butthead because I feel like Beavis and Butthead was not meant for me. Like, it came out in the 90s. I was a, like a kid. Like, I don't like I don't, I was too busy watching Powerpuff Girls, bitches. OK,
2: yeah, I mean, I
1: all I know is that my older brother keeps making the Cornholio
0: just like I am Cornholio from Lake Titicaca. <laughs> so <laughs> I know where
1: that is from. That's about it. That's it. I know. Right. But like I, I may pop in because my parents have Paramount Plus. Side note, they made me like a like a profile and didn't even tell me i don't oh. even have the password to paramount plus i'm like how you gonna make me a profile on y'all account and i don't have the password to watch it <laughs> i don't make no any that don't make no sense but anyway um yeah i might see it who knows um behind the music the documentary oh, series i actually person. really love that series um I mean, I mean,
0: same thing with like, you have to be in the muse- the mood to watch documentaries because I'll probably just jump down the rabbit hole and thinking, oh, okay. I mean, I'm pretty sure if they do want Britney Spears going to break my heart because I still need to watch Framing Britney. Ah. I'm like behind the times on that. So, cause you know, I love like little background information about celebrities and artists or like, huh, whatever happened to this person that one hit wonder in the 2000s Exactly. Like whatever happened to Nelly? Is he still making
1: music? Right, where is he? I don't know. But like, maybe MTV will tell us. <laughs> so I might like, you know, piecemeal the hell out of this. I might be like, today I want to watch Behind the Music. <laughs>
0: yeah, because the only show I probably watch from time to time
1: is from MTV. It was like Catfish. Ah, uh, so. Catfish. <laughs> Fun. Oh. Um. Yeah. So this is a this is a yes for me because I feel like with docu series you can't really screw that up unless you just like i don't know like half-assed and considering people can watch docu-series as we've seen through tiger king yeah. so yeah i mean i yeah so I, that's a plus for me i probably will watch that the boondocks um, I mean, is Aaron McGruder gonna be part of it?
0: Um, and John Weatherstone passed away, and he's probably one of the best characters of that. Because I watched episode four, well, season four of Boondocks, and it wasn't the same as the first three. Because it didn't have that heart or the other stuff as, like, the other series. So, I mean, Boondocks, I think a show like Boondocks is needed to, you know, talk about, you know, white culture, especially critique Black culture. Mm -hmm. And probably go more into, like, homosexuality and hip-hop and how, like, toxic it
1: is. So, uh, I'm not sure. I need to see more information about it. Yeah so far there's not a lot so um, we'll just have to see but I never like really got around to watching Boondocks when I was a kid Um, and like I kind of think I want to watch the original series before I look at something new because I mean, from my brothers consistently quote from the boondocks. Okay, like, and i will be yeah. like, I don't know who you're talking about, but yay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my
0: family does quote it, because I remember I got Beck and Chuck tr- in trouble, because I made Lydia laugh, because I was saying, like, you have two sets of genitalia, a vagina and a coochie. So how can you both... <laughs> <laughs> i know and she said you know what you lost your privileges and we we're at walmart so i was pushing around the car so she took it <laughs> Aw,
1: all right you know but uh, stewie she got it bro um yeah so i might i might peek in and be all like is this any good um but i'm not excited for it because i i wasn't i feel like i have to watch the original Yeah, Um, I wonder how Uncle Ruckus will feel towards Candace Owens.
2: Ooh!
1: (laughs) Because they
0: wanted to make an Uncle Ruckus movie, but it didn't have, like, the right funding and signatures
1: for it, so that's kind of disappointing. I know. Um, Next we have Clueless. Uh, They want to make it a three-season sitcom on Peacock that will be a mystery drama, because they're trying to find Cher after she disappears.
2: Mm. so
0: i guess kind of like a genre switch mm-hmm. um i
2: don't
0: I really remember watching the original clueless though so i'm guessing it's probably not made for me so yeah probably i'm probably gonna say it's a no not nothing uh mean or malice towards it but i haven't watched the original
2: clueless
1: yeah same i haven't watched the original Clueless either so i'm kind of like meh on this also it's on peacock and i don't have peacock um also i don't think i want to get peacock so like uh i think i'm gonna pass but i hope that all of the girls i will say this clueless has the cutest fashion that's coming back around yeah that is true i do love the fashion from clueless the fashion from clueless is cute but will not be watching this so sorry um we already talked about Cowboy Bebop, um, Criminal Minds. Um, it is going to return to Paramount Plus for a single case to be solved over ten episodes. Um, I don't know how you're going to do Criminal Minds to the more, but like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've never watched Criminal Minds uh all i know is that shamar moore was on there and he's no longer (laughs) on there and that's sad um so i I haven't watched criminal minds either i mean heard about it passed
0: by it never really sit down and watch full episode
1: yeah i've never watched a full episode either oh my god why is my why does it look blurry i don't know why i'm asking questions um yeah no i probably won't be watching this I don't really like, like, I'm going to, spoiler about me, I guess. I'm not really like a, like, police procedural, detective procedural girl. Like, I don't watch those the only time i ever watch them is my parents are watching them and i'm in the room and i'm like what's happening okay i mean same thing
0: with me my dad loves watching the lawn or marathon doom 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 do. thinking okay this theme song is fire
2: Damn.
1: whoever came up with that theme song you deserve a raise
2: oh um, yes. but- <laughs> then
0: he also watched the british version which doesn't have the theme song but props to dick wolf for making an amazing series
1: that's right i mean and having a
0: a name like dick wolf
1: yeah i mean kudos to your parents or (laughs) you for making a pseudonym i don't know which is i mean
0: i guess crudo i mean if you have a name like wolf blitzer
2: that's yeah
1: him too like (laughs) brah that's amazing uh daria is gonna go to he's returning to comedy central as jody with Daria's African-American friend as the central character. It follows Jody, voiced by Tracy Ellis Ross. She takes her first post-college job at a tech company.
0: Actually, I would love to see that because, you know, me being an African-American girl going, just being an African-American world and just kind of go through that. So, yeah, I would actually love to see it. I'm moving now. So, yes, it's a yes for me. So I'll love to see Jody um and i think it would be great to kind of show kind of being like that token black girl Mm. in a different environment especially tech
2: um
1: yeah no i think this is an interesting thing as well like to uh do a um yeah like a character switch i didn't think about that either like we didn't talk about that but i don't think people do that as often well they'll do like the the thing where they'll do the cast switch or whatever but like we don't really get like the character switches often yeah i guess it's more of a spinoff yeah yeah it does sound more like a spinoff rather than a a remake or a look yeah. at all them wigs, girl but like
0: <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> but i had yeah. a change of scenery change of scenery um, but yeah, no, I'm, i I would, I would watch it. I, I, I didn't watch Daria as a kid either, so I feel like I should watch Daria as well. But yeah, I vaguely watched
0: Daria because my older sister Stewie watched it. And I'm thinking,
1: cool, she's
0: one of those teenagers that I like MTV, and then I watched Daria. I mean, yeah, I think it's almost reminds me a little bit of Pepperan, but yeah, I probably need to watch Daria because she's kind of like straight figured.
1: A cool lady.
0: So probably need to watch a little bit of Daria, then straight more into Jody. Because I saw like clips of Jody. I'm like Tumblr talking about, you know, being an African-American girl and just kind of like need to express herself.
1: hmm Indeed. Um Dexter. Oh, the serial killer series. hmm It will uh it will be a 10 episode limited series. So I think it's already started. Mm-hmm. um and uh and it's set a decade after the final season that people apparently complained about again I didn't watch Dexter because again I'm not really like like so um when everybody else was into like what the fuck was that show's name um when everybody was into stuff like Dexter and what's the show where the man makes drugs and Oh breaking bad. Yeah, breaking bad. I don't watch, I don't watch those. So I'm sorry, y'all.
2: <laughs> I mean,
0: I watched Breaking Bad late, so when it was on Netflix, except they didn't have the last
1: part. So I had to illegally stream like the last four episodes of the final season. Weird. Netflix, gets your shit together. But yeah, I probably <laughs> won't be watching this because again, I haven't watched Dexter. So but kudos to y'all. I hope it I hope it works out well. Um Doogie Howser, MD. Um, it is going to get a gender stropped reboot will become Doogie Kamaloa I think I said that right I may have butchered that I'm sorry MD uh, Peyton Elizabeth Lee plays the lead role so we're getting a a, a Doogie a woman Doogie for Doogie Howser. Um, um
0: never really watched Doogie Hauser.
1: Neither did I. So I have no attachment to this. Um, But again, I hope the best for y'all. And I hope it's not terrible. I hope they have some women writing this lady and she sounds like she's not white. So I hope that they have, they have women who aren't white writing this lady for y'all. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Good luck to y'all. Like good luck to, I don't know this man. Uh, I've never seen this man before in my life. Oh, Doogie Hauser MD, that young kid by Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, I thought oh, that's I was. heard about it. I heard that. I heard about that, y'all. All right. I think Neil Patrick Harris should make a cameo.
0: Yeah. So I'm guessing with an
1: Asian woman. Oh, are, she, okay. I'm here for it. I mean, again, I hope that there's an Asian woman in the room. <laughs> like, yeah. Like seriously. Yeah. So oh
0: about a mixed race, 16-year-old girl juggling a buddy, medical career, and life as a teenager.
1: Oh. Excellent. I hope that goes well for y'all. I will not be watching it. I doesn't even say where it's gonna stream, but not for me. No, not me. <laughs> Sorry. Uh didn't watch the original. Next we have the fairly odd Parents. Oh. Uh it will give Timmy, Cosmo, and Wanda the live-action treatment. Um, the show will be part of a stable of live-action reboots of animations. Um, apparently, they're also doing Dora the Explorer. Uh, let's see. But my question is, how are you going to do Dora the Explorer when Dora has a, has a backpack, a talking backpack, and a talking map, and a talking monkey? <laughs>
0: Yeah, because I'm thinking would Butch Hartman has any role in it? Because I know recently he has been a little bit controversial. That's true. um, To probably tell a little bit about it because, you know, he's been very openly Christian, which that in itself isn't bad. Uh, But he was about to release like a Christian version of his works and he charged like $100 per episode. And then he wanted to make a platform about Christianity um, and then, well, he didn't say it was Christian based, but he said just like a stream platform. But then he said it was Christian based. People asked for their money back. And then he will also start copying and pasting like sketches for people on Twitter and just putting his logo on it, which I think is like hella sketchy. So I don't know about Butch Hartman. There's a lot going into it. But a live action, Fairly Odd Parents, eh,
2: maybe.
1: I mean, I- but why? Like, this is the, the paramount question. But why? For Paramount Plus. <laughs> a paramount question for Paramount Club. But why? That's just, that's my question. But why? Why? It's the same question that I had when they did the continuation of SpongeBob and then they made uh, the Patrick thing. I'm like, but why? Yeah,
0: because I mean, I know- of all characters, I mean, Squidward have been perfect for a
1: spinoff, but. Patrick, nah, no, I don't see it. I don't see it either. And also, it goes against the original creator's wishes, which I think, like, if you are going against like the creator's wishes, you are fucking up. Like, yeah, because I
0: think the creator said he doesn't want to do any spinoff, but then he died, and then Nickelodeon said, "Fuck that,
1: let's make all the spinoffs." It's just like he <laughs> cheated her time in Texas. I don't don't do that to people's work. That's somebody's artwork, like. You shouldn't be able to take those kind of liberties. If yeah. I say no, I mean no. But. Exactly. Um, okay, Frasier.
0: Um, it just says it's
1: rebooting on Paramount Plus. It doesn't say what's happening. No.
0: I don't know about Frasier. I mean, I haven't watched, I mean, I did watch a little bit of Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. I mean, now I'm watching it now and I'm appreciating it, a show about nothing. <laughs>
2: mm mm-hmm.
1: I can't. I like occasionally watch P- Frasier with my parents, but I have I'm indifferent towards Frasier. Like, yeah. I don't have any feelings about it either way.
2: Right.
1: So, well, I guess like if that's what you want to do. <laughs> um, good times, which I think has already started. Hmm good times Mm -hmm. oh no just kidding netflix is going to do an animated version of good times Mm
0: -hmm. American tom okay definitely this was before my time because it came out in 1974 yep is this the one with like the guy that said Dino by okay, I think I probably watched an episode or once on like TV Land.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean I love black people, so I might watch it. <laughs> I'll see. Well, what. I'll okay. probably give it a chance. Mm-hmm. I'll see what's all about. Um, so this is a thumbs up category. Um, Gossip Girl. Um, I'll probably watch it. Gaza World? Mm, no, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I'm not here for elitist socialites. But, <laughs> but hmm,
0: iCarly. Yes, I mean I saw a lot of clips of the new iCarly, and I'm liking what I see. Mm-hmm. So and I remember watching iCarly all the time on Nickelodeon. I mean, I am sad that the actors of Sam probably not go back into acting. I'm guessing he had a really bad time. I'm not sure of the full history there, but I'm guessing some allegations of abuse, and are there too. And the guy who I think made all those Nickelodeon shows, I heard, of like I Carly, um, Victoria's, mm-hmm. uh, like iCarly, um, Victorious, has a really big foot fetish.
1: It's a little and, fucking weirdo.
0: <laughs> yeah, and like people, I remember for a while, they say, "Oh yeah, go." do hashtag your feed on Instagram for this. I'm thinking, okay, in retrospect, that looked very creepy.
2: It
1: was. Um, so whenever my parents give me the login to Paramount Plus, I can watch iCarly. <laughs> parents, give me the login. Um. So this is a thumbs up for me. I'll at least check it out because, again, I too watched iCarly as a child. So, right. um, next we have the kids in the hall. I'm not gonna lie to you, I don't know what the fuck that is. Why? It is um Canadian original series. Oh wait, oh it's a comedy troupe. Oh. Mm. oh hi
0: well, is it like a Canadian thing? Because that would probably make sense.
1: It's Canadian. Um. Okay. Paul, we need to
0: ask our friends Keely's uh, husband to be ever is familiar with the series.
1: We would, we should. Um, and we should tell him to watch it and let us know how it is because he's Canadian and he can give a thumbs up or not. <laughs> so we'll see, kids. Stay tuned for that answer. For Little House on the Prairie. Hmm. Heard about it. Wasn't a fan. I remember. I remember. I have to read this
0: book called Meet Heidi, mm-hmm. and I actually got scammed into getting the book because I remember it was fifth grade and we had to do like these book exchanges. And one of my friends at the time said, "Well, we're no longer in contact, and we switched the book." She gave me this goddamn book about Heidi. It's about this girl who lived in the mountains, and then she was forced to be a a uh, handicapped girl's friend who's in a wheelchair mm-hmm. and then her old friend this guy he hated that he hate the new girl so he wrecked her wheelchair and but then she decided I don't need my wheelchair this fresh mountain air is good enough on my own and then she walked I mean I am probably bastardized the story but this is probably what the story is about So the girl in the wheelchair who lives in the city gets better because she lived in the mountain air and she learned how to walk again. I'm not sure why she couldn't walk before, but she just need to force her foot down and smell the fresh mountain air.
1: What the fuck is this? (laughs) (laughs) What stupid book? What friend was this? I'm sure y'all it wasn't me because. (laughs) It wasn't you. It was in our fifth grade class, but you weren't in our class. I wasn't in her class at all. I don't know what the hell that was. That she just described. <laughs> just um, book. Where What book did you give this friend? I forgot what book I had, but we had the book exchange. Um,
0: Probably better than this trash you just described to me. I mean, I hope it was not my card capture Sakura book, but I can't find that one because mm-hmm. I got out the books for, uh, from a long time ago when we mm-hmm. had a, a book fairs.
1: I love card captor soccer. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: The little book. Um, yeah, yeah I'ma skip a little house on the prairie. Um, <laughs> um pretty little liars. Haven't watched that heard of it. So I'm not sure if the reboot will be for me. Um, it is from the same uh, creator for Riverdale. Oh, okay. Vac Fame Vermont. Riverdale's so stupid. I mean, yeah, I'll probably give it a look. <laughs> She's like, it's so dumb. I'll still watch it, though. <laughs> I find it Okay. Queer as Folk. Queer as Folk? It's a British show. I've heard of this show. Um, it's a reboot of a reboot, which I'm like, mm, I feel like there's too many reboots. Yeah, um,
0: reboot, reboot continuation, or like a remake. So but um yeah I also heard they're trying to make a Powerpuff Girl reboot, I'm not um, but live action.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um yeah, I think it's a bad idea because I think they have to reshoot the the um pilot. Because originally it was supposed to be like a series of like what would happen after like they used they all their childhood fighting crime and now they're adults and versus and it has like Donald Faison in it as Professor Utonium mm-hmm. thinking man he's all funny and he's Professor Utonium then they're gonna reboot and maybe make it funny uh, I'm not sure how you can do powerful girls serious
2: I don't know either I'm pretty
0: sure they're gonna make Buttercup a lesbian. Yeah, they are They're or maybe Bubbles will just be like swing by everyone I'm gonna tell you what's gonna happen
1: Bubbles is she gonna be a okay like if she loves everybody and Buttercup is gonna be a butch ass lesbian <laughs> 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 and Blossom is gonna be the only straight one in the group um or she thinks she's straight like she maintains that she's straight but she not um yeah i'm not watching that because how uh, i don't know how you make that serious either they're literally three little girls with big ass bobbleheads, um and little itty bitty bodies um, (laughs) flying around with colors shooting eye beams and punching people in the face yeah and then
0: the enemies, there's Mojo Jojo, and mm-hmm. then him, who's probably going through issues of his own right now. So of gender identity. That's right. So unless
1: he decided, I'm gonna go out as trans. <laughs> when you think about it, that was like the first instance of transphobia. Is it transphobia that I we mean, never encountered? Or trans. Yeah.
2: Character. i mean
0: there's also something else like remember cow and chicken oh my god uh, it's yeah. like uh like the group of like buffalo uh writers with women who go around eating people's carpet i mean looking back on it it's so on the nose but you know as a kid it just goes over your head
1: Listen. anyway i don't know if i'm gonna watch this i don't know anything about queers folk <laughs> no.
0: yeah i'm thinking that's more of a british thing
1: um the ren and stimpy show
0: <laughs> i remember a little bit of ren and stimpy um cuz i think it's also in the same vein that i heard they're going to like reboot also rocco's modern life so maybe i'll watch a couple of episodes uh see how i like it how they change with the times
1: I am going through this list, and I'm realizing how many things I did not fucking watch as a kid, y'all. Like, <laughs> I didn't watch this either. Yeah,
0: I vaguely remember it. Like, oh, yes. I remember watching, a like, one episode, and it's like, oh, tell your grandma to suck eggs. Thinking, oh, my God. I mean, it wasn't the worst thing I watched. I also was watching um, South Park at the time. Mm-hmm. So I guess this was probably Tame.
1: But still. But still. Um, Rugrats. Rugrats? Yes. Which we've already talked about. Um, Sex in the City.
0: Um, I vaguely remember Sex in the City. I mean, I wasn't a big fan. And I was probably a little bit too young to be watching their shows. So yeah. um, I am curious how they're going to reboot it. Because I think it'll be great. Talk about... Um, because I know at the time was great because they had that gay best friend, but I'm thinking how would you evolve those stereotypes? Maybe they may go into details about watching your privilege in New York or maybe diversify their other friends. So, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. First of all, Samantha's not coming back to the little group. That already is like a docking point for me because Samantha was the best part of that fucking show. Like... <laughs> She was just sexually liberal and she didn't give a fuck what her friend said. <laughs> and I said, That's right, you're an independent badass bitch. Right. But um, I mean, I don't again, this goes back to my point of if your whole entire friend group is just a bunch of white people and you're in a diverse ass city, that's sus. Yeah. <laughs> that's us. So they gotta do something like different for me to even think about being like, Oh, yes, I'll watch this. Because my mom watched this show. And I watched some of the show with her because she would watch yeah. the show. Yeah. And I just remember thinking the whole entire time like that, like, first of all, how the fuck is a writer living on her own in New York city? Like how much money do you make? <laughs> but two, like, why do you keep going after this? It's the same thing. Why is it that in the nineties and early two thousands women were just tracing after like men with money who didn't want to commit to them? What the fuck was going on in the diaspora? Yeah. I mean not the diaspora in the white women's diaspora whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> like in the white straight women community if they can go after the unavailable guys right he's like emotionally unavailable he don't want to commit to you but you want him that badly and it's like and you're making like not even minimum wage again Fran fine six dollars an hour for three children that doesn't make any fucking sense um, so like I just I don't know like it's only supposed to be a ten episode series, but like about what? Cause she's yeah. married now. Like they had movies. Like like Carrie is supposed to be married to Big, I think. Yeah. Um, Charlotte. I don't know what the fuck Charlotte is doing or Miranda. Are they coming? Yeah, because that one of them had like kids. Oh, I think that's I think that Charlotte. But um, yeah, I don't. Three white women on the screen being old um is not going to interest me. I need y'all had to do something interesting. Yeah,
0: cuz I think about with like Broad City which I watched a little bit of I mean, they have mentioned the awkwardness, you know, okay, two white Jewish women, uh, how they handle New York, and I guess it's a little bit different because they did address different types of issues on the show and show different types of friendships, mm-hmm. so I'm thinking you probably need to do, like, huh, why is our friend group so white? Mm-hmm. Uh, what type of other work environments that they do? Uh, maybe they might go about talking about privilege or maybe sex or, like, jealousy, like, oh, he went after a Black woman instead of me i'm thinking man check your privilege or something like that right so yeah
1: i y'all need to do because i don't feel like watching three white women white women it up on screen it's boring <laughs> it's boring if i wanted to watch three women like a group of women women it up i would watch harlem because that's <laughs> black women and i can relate to that shit <laughs> but i'm just saying um Okay, I think this is the last one. Yes. Last one on this is True Blood. I haven't watched True Blood. So. I haven't either. I heard it was sexy, though.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lots of sex. And I said, and it's vampires, and you know people love fucking vampires. Like, litter, both literally and as a figure. Of speech. Yes. Anyway.
0: <laughs> I was looking up the... the Summary is like small-town Louisiana waitress Sookie Stackhouse, Cows, already is viewed by an all-body by her friends and neighbors since she can read the minds of those around her. She doesn't exactly help her reputation, that when she falls for Bill Compton, a 173-year-old vampire, who has come out of the coffin along with many of his undead comrades, now that a new synthetic blood has made it possible for vampires to survive without preying on humans. Still, the conservative locals aren't wild about mortal vampire liaisons, especially Sookie's boss. Sarah Merlot who carries a torch for her six feet under creators behind the series adaptation the best-selling novels by Shalane Harris
1: Mm -hmm.
0: so so I was looking up the series what that is and thinking okay that sounds interesting I don't mind going all about uh vampires so I mean I'll watch it yeah because I was actually exploring more about the vampire mythos and how like different like Mythos of vampires change over time because I thought it was interesting that the earlier vampires were immune to like citrus fruit. It was uh get hurt by citrus fruit, so like lemonade can kill them but not wines. So hmm. I'm thinking, thinking, okay, I mean that would be an interesting way to put it. Like, haha, you just squirt some orange juice in your eye, bitch. So-
1: yeah, or like if you wanted to be subtle about it, make them an Arnold Palmer. And they would just have no idea until they're like, oh, 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 god! <laughs> yeah. So I'm thinking you
0: can't really talk shit about, you know, the newer. I mean, you still can talk shit about the newer vampire sparkling in the sunlight, but still. I mean, I mean, would you rather sparkle in the moonlight or can't like drink lemonade?
1: Man, so the orange juice wants the bigger bitch, right? Can man can't have vitamin C? That's so why you're so fucking pale. Like, where did you go Okay. Um. Those are all the reboots I have from this list. Um. Tell us what you're looking forward to in the comments, and um, what reboots you actually like. Yeah. Also, the ones you hate. <laughs> the
0: ones that you realized was a reboot. Like Mad Max: Fury Road was actually a reboot. And in- actually went pretty good so I mean I have my opinions or like reboots remakes or continuations so continuation of Bordo, I like a little bit better than like Naruto stories are a little bit better but I think they treat their women characters better in Bordo.
2: right
0: which I like and friendships are more respected between women in Bordeaux mm-hmm. and but I just think it's mostly a shounen-wide issue in anime because I'm thinking, damn, if it's not like a women-written series going to suck. The I mean- women's <laughs> scenes are going to suck.
1: It's just going to suck. That's why Sailor Moon is my favorite. Um, <laughs> um, that's it. I was going to suggest we do something fun, but we've been on here for like three hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sailor Moon Crystal probably won the best remakes. Yes, Sailor Moon Crystal. Mm-hmm. End on a positive note. Um, rocked all we have, folks. Ooh, Looney Tunes. Also, oh, good.
2: yes, yes. <laughs>
0: Tunes. That's, I mean, the the one with uh on Cartoon Network, Looney Tunes back because they add more characterizations and loas than just I'm just a sexy bunny with boobs, right? So,
1: exactly. her being Looney along with the other cast is great i know exactly because that's what it is they're loony tunes um (laughs) but yeah let us know what television movies and stuff like you thought were really great remakes um what you didn't like and uh uh you know if you like reboots at all do you hate them like let us know you think hollywood needs to be our original i don't know um what are your typical reboot kisses of death mm -hmm you need to know that because you need to tell these people hey stop doing this shit (laughs) all right um yeah everyone stay safe out there um wear your masks if you don't have a vaccine uh do you know actually the other day when i went to like this like thing for my boss because she couldn't go they asked me for my vaccine card nobody's really? ever asked me for my vaccine card before to see it and i was like finally i can show it off <laughs> i
0: could probably carry my vaccine card around or probably
1: like make copies and shit yeah like i keep mine in a little plastic sleeve
0: yeah i need to get it laminated so because i know with my sister stewie in louisiana they're asking for a vaccine card to go in and out like restaurants i mean i'm thinking damn In comparison texas don't care like i got my booster this weekend so i mean i got my moderna all three so my arm was a little bit sore so i decided no i'm not gonna go do muay thai this weekend and on top of that we have belt graduation for jiu-jitsu so
2: okay well, I
0: mean, I didn't want to get my
1: ass beat, and then, <coughs> huh? Well, speed your recovery for your arm. Um, get your boosters, people. Um, and yeah. Um, happy shopping. Happy Christmas shopping. Because you only oh, yeah. have I make mean,
0: like, lists for shit. Damn. There and.
1: 2021 is almost over it's
0: not as trash as 2020 so i guess that's a great thing to end off on
1: that's true and um happy hanukkah because hanukkah started
0: yes yeah, so mm-hmm. happy
1: hanukkah to our jewish listeners mm-hmm. and um what other holidays 20 days to um, christmas y'all and also happy birthday to my brother <laughs> Happy birthday, big head. He's 40.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Him old. laughs> All right, y'all. We'll see you next week. See ya. Love you guys. Have you guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>